ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of The Keel Show. I'm your host, Alex Keel, alongside me, the Inside of the Insiders, back from Denver, Tyler Keel. Well, hello, everybody. Well, I mean, I was back on Thursday, but obviously, it's a different show now because, well, well we're both here now. Yes, we are. You're here, Alex. Back we're, to your regularly scheduled program. Where were you, Alex, is my million-dollar question. Duty calls. Duty calls. Duty is that calls. what you're going to say, Alex? Final answer, duty calls. Final answer, duty calls. Why are we yes. not on YouTube yet? We're not on YouTube yet. Not on YouTube. Why not? I'm not sure. That's okay. If you are watching us live on 12 Out Sports, you probably are watching us via YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Zingo TV, channel 761. Sign for free using the code 12 ounce. That is the numbers one, two, and lowercase O, Z, or Z for our uh, non American. For listeners. our proper English users, is what you're trying to say there, Alex. Sure. Make sure to get involved with today's show using hashtag TKS or hashtag AskTKS at the Keel Show on Twitter and Facebook. If you have any questions, hit us up in the chat or in the comments during today's episode. Otherwise, feel free to direct message us or give us a, a post yourself and then uh, tag us in that using at the Keel Show. We'll do our best to answer all of them in today's show. Otherwise, we will answer them in future episodes. I wonder why, because uh, now it's funny. I have it here on the phone. We ha- can have it. We can see we're having the YouTube here as I, I just... Well, I mean, it's, pro- it's probably just... Some- Something with your computer buffering. It's fine. I don't know what's wrong with my you're computer. Ru- you're running a lot of software right now. So maybe I am it's running just a lot of software. A bit, a bit to uh, load up there. Is it time to start panicking yet? No. So make sure to use hashtag TKS, hashtag AskTKS at the Keel Show. Today's show on 12 Ounce Sports is brought to you by Second String Leather Company. I don't have to worry about the mirror effect now. I know which side it's on. It's up here. There you go. Here on TKS, Second String Leather Company. Check out collection number six. Just got released. Mike Smith's old Tampa Bay gear and Patrick Waugh's Montreal gear, question mark? Well, that's what it looks like. I mean, not many players use the red and blue. Well, that's back in the day when goaltenders were like, oh my gosh, we can put colors on our pads now. We got to fill it up because no one used white pads except for Archer's Herbe back in the day. Right. But that's kind of how it was. And it was like, oh, this is going to be unique. And then next thing you know, it's like, whoa. Look what we got here. We got all these like Mike Richter's red and blue pads. Then there was... Patrick Waz, obviously. I think the other goaltenders, Felix Potvans, baby, you know, dark blue pads were always pretty cool. I guess at I guess one of the early guys to do it was Grant Fuhr and his blue and orange Edmonton Oilers pads. Fair enough. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Old school goaltending gear. Make sure to check out Second String Leather Company and that collection number six. Second String Leather Company, crafted from the crease. Crafted from the crease. Oh, there we are. There's our link. That's what I said. I found it. No need to panic. Sure, Ty. I'm just saying don't panic, people, because, listen, we're going to have to have the game of Tampa and Boston on, so we got to make sure we can update folks on that because people are going to be watching us. I'd rather not. That way I don't have to start keep talking about something in five seconds later. By the way, Boston just scored. Hey. By the way, Tampa just scored. Brian Burke did it on. Yeah, and it's annoying as hell. Hockey Central. Yeah, and Brian Burke's an idiot. Brian Burke is is a failed general manager. What do you got to say? He won a cup. He won a cup. Okay, and he's still an idiot. He can ride that for the rest of his days. Brian Burke. Okay, Alex, a very important question because it's a very easy question can, to answer. Hold, can you hold on here? Can we get through this? Brian can Burke. Hold, hold on. No. Brian can, Burke can or Mike get, Milbury, no. Alex, tell me. 
Give me the honest answer, Alex. Melbury or Burke? Today's episode is also <laughs> brought to you by mybookie.ag. Bet on all sports, win and get paid. Use promo code 12OUNCESPORTS and join for free today. What was the question, Ty? <laughs> Burke or Melbury? Neither. Guy who won a cup and is actually a decent broadcaster, and I'd say an admirable fill-in for Don Cherry, or a Don Cherry wannabe who is about, you know, who makes George Peros look like a smart individual. Option C, Eddie Olchek. <laughs> And here comes Dad going there. Eddie, oh, what? That's exactly what Dad would say. Today's well, show He'd say is something else, but we can't say it here. Shut up! Oh, my goodness. Uh, I let you have two episodes by yourself in a row, and then you just go off the rails. Buddy, I was doing how many more episodes during COVID by myself before we started going live here on 12 Ounce Sports? Fair enough. About 30? Well, enough. Maybe, okay, maybe about 30, but a lot. Enough that I didn't have to hear your stupid voice. You didn't listen to me? No. And all my great conversations with guys like Tate Harris and Rachel and Janae Anderson and Kyle McKenna and all those great people. I had so many great interviews. Oh, Jeff Lurg. (laughs) I'm just naming off my guests. There you go. I'll I'll be the insider. I don't have the script in front of me. I don't know what's going on here. I'll be the insider Uh, today. Nope. No, you're not. Nope. 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 I don't have the script in front of me either. No. Now you just changed tabs. Yep. I don't have it in front of me anymore. Should we prop? Wait, where were you at? <laughs> I would like today's episode. We should probably. Well, we should probably talk about the playoffs. No duh. Uh, oh, you are full. No, go go on, host. Our Tell show we're today. today. We're going to talk about all the series that may end here in the next couple of days. The Vegas Golden Knights. They came back yesterday against Vancouver. Can they end it tomorrow? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Will the Dallas Stars pull off the upset and knock out the Avalanche in convincing fashion? Are the Boston Bruins washed up? If you ask me, I'm pretty sure Boston Bruins, a Boston City, needs a good washing, if you ask me. Regardless, breaking down also the Islanders and their success against Philadelphia and talking about some Barry Trotz and how good he has been. We should pro- should we we want now I didn't put this on here, Alex, but I see because you have TSN up over here. Do we want to start off with the Dale Talon investigation? Uh against we have some time before we're gonna get to the series later sure. on. Sure. Because we have obviously four series to break down. We don't have to do any guests to worry about Why today. Not? Just us. I know, no guests on the show, Alex. I think this is the first time since we've gone live, Alex. Uh no, it is not. Well, so, okay. Since since the Monday night shows. Not the quick shift edition. Quick shift is different. Quick shift on Thursdays. That's just me blabbering on for an hour. I know. Well, yes, Alex, that's that's the point. That's where I'm just going. And you talked about me like chewing food for half an hour. I'm like, I talk for an hour straight. Well, I mean, I breathe every so often, but yeah. So I guess, let's start off with the deal. We'll get to the hashtag ask TKS questions here before we start breaking down the series, which we'll preview Tampa versus Boston first, obviously, because that game is in 50 minutes and change. 7 o'clock Eastern time, 5 o'clock Mountain time, or 4 o'clock Pacific time, 3 o'clock Alaska time, 2 o'clock Hawaii time. Am I right? Don't they have Alaska and Hawaii have their own time zones? Dude, I don't know. Didn't you go Eastern to school? Eastern bias. You're still going to school. You should know this kind of stuff. You yeah, should, you for should still nine be more months, and then I'm done. <laughs> you should, you should still Until be someone wants to pay the for The fact that you degree. are still in school, it should mean, Alex, that you should be more educated. I am educated, but not. I don't really care about time zones. I think you should. You know, the only time zone I care about is the one I'm in at that time. Which is zone. why, which is why I had to remind myself. Hey, I have a show at four o'clock today when I was in Denver. Which, by the way, beautiful. The mountains were amazing, but good lord, downtown Denver. 
I thought I was going to die. When it's 98 degrees, I don't care if it's 98 degrees in a dry heat. I'll be honest, the forest fires were actually making it pretty, uh, pretty rough at some times. A little bit smoldery, but it was okay. It was fun. Yeah, that was a great time to go to Colorado. <laughs> well, we, okay, when we, first of all, we planned the vacation. We planned it so that we would be able to, if there was a fall sports season at Davenport, where we both work, sure. that we were going to have time to make sure we could do the stuff and then broadcast and do all of our work by September. And Kelly's like, okay, let's do that. It should be okay. Late August, it can't be too bad. It's a dry heat out there. And then we look at the temperature, says 97, 98, 96, 97. I'm like, well, this is going to suck. But the mountains, it was actually about 10, 15 degrees cooler. Yeah, so, it's a dry heat. Yeah, so screw is the fire. you. <laughs> so is the fire. <laughs> you know, the bonfire is the dry heat. You don't see me shaking my head in one of those, do you? Jeff, it's a Jeff Dunham joke, Alex. I know. You, you, okay, you can say, okay, you can say ass. You just can't just go ass and then the next part. Ass is a donkey. There was legitimately a donkey at the Denver Zoo that was called an ass. Well, it was okay. in the name. Fair enough. Fair was, enough at all. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Just, just Wait, fair, hold on. Fair hold on. Er, Eric Fair, yes. Eric sure. Fair enough? Okay, just make it sure. sure. Eric Fair enough. So, um, okay, so yes, the Dale Talon investigation. So the NHL is currently investigation whether is investigating whether or not um, Florida general manager... Former Florida general manager. Former, excuse me. Former Florida general manager Dale Talon uh, made racially insensitive comments during the team's two-week stay in the playoff hub. Um, NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly confirmed the investigation to the Associated Press on Friday in an email. Daly did not provide any details of the allegations, which were first reported uh, by FloridaHockeyNow.com. I'm getting this information by via TSN. And I believe um, which, that may have been George Richards. George Richards, who used to write for The Athletic, but he was one of the many layoffs. I know he's working for them now. I don't know if he was the one that wrote it, but I know he works for them. So it's from the Canadian Press is the report, but right. George Richards is a big part of that group. And I don't know exactly which one of the writers from Florida Hockey Now posted it, but nonetheless, that, that, just, that was a tidbit of information that I had it stored in my brain somewhere. Yeah, not the best time life. to make that comment. Well, what? I, I don't know who reported it, but... Oh, you're talking about Dale Talon. Yes. Okay, I was about to say, I'm like, George... Yeah, I know George works there. I'm sorry that I know stuff. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Dale no. Talon, absolutely. Yeah, not, and, not the best time. And for some of you who watched the episode on Thursday with myself and Cody Jansen on Quick Shift Edition of TKS here on 12 Ounce Sports, we focused on the Black Lives Matter movement and why the boycotts had happened. And Alex, I know you weren't here for that, and, uh, right? And I had a lot, a lot of people asking me, so I, I made a post on my own personal Facebook about it. Which Facebook, there's a wonderful place. Hey, Twitter's bad. Should have, should have turned off the comments for that one. But uh, yeah, no, uh, no bueno, no bueno indeed. It well, there were good comments and bad ones, but that's okay. You can't say them on the. I air, got, though. I got my word out there, and all the people that uh, asked me, they they messaged me after I made that post, because I was like, I'm not going to comment to everybody that wants to know about this. No, unfortunately, we can't I'm be just going to do it all you got, at you, once. You got to do, Alex, you got to be the big time guy. You got to be like, you can't respond to each individual person. You have to be focused. You be like, See, that's, that's, what, that's what I should do. I should just make a Facebook page for me as a, uh, as a, as a Hockey man, Alex. Just Should do, I do that? No. Where people we're, can follow. We're not me popular and Like my page. until that watching now thing, Alex hits like ten thousand. I'm pretty sure we can't do that. And I'm talking I'm ten thousand sure watching live. I'm sure I could. It just probably wouldn't be very useful or effective. No, no, not at all. But regardless, whatever he said, whatever it may have been, 
Insensitive is, I guess, the word that everyone's talking about. And now, now that is interesting. Now, yes, the Florida Panthers have struggled on the ice over the past couple of seasons, getting bounced pretty, pretty convincingly in the qualifying round. But do we think? I know you're supposed to be the one asking the questions here, Alex. But this is this question just came to my mind at because this, at this point, this is a co-host kind of thing. This is, really, that's how I only introduce myself to everybody. But is do you think this is the reason why Dale Town was fired, or was it just because the team was bad, or team has not been as good as it could be? Yes. You think it's a mixture of both? Well, I wonder now. I, I don't. <sighs> sorry. Go ahead. Purely speculation, obviously. No, yes, that's that. This literally just came into my head, folks. Uh, that's why I said I'm it before gonna, I forgot. I'm going to say that this this was probably a situation where team effectiveness and their success in the past few years probably was a leading cause for it, and this was just a cherry on top or something that just it it was just it was there, right. It was already going to happen, and this just happened around the same exact time. I wonder if the if Florida's brass knew about this. Regardless, I when we heard about it, it was okay. I mean, because at the time we thought it's a hockey move, and you know, well, Dale, and Dale Talon. Let's be honest, Dale Talon fired Gerard Gallant. Gerard Gallant gave up Riley Smith and Jonathan Marchessault for literally gave them up in order to make sure they wouldn't get guys like Barkov or well, Trocheck or anything here, like that. Here's here's the thing that. I, I'll point out here. Left, is that let Paul McFarlane walk for nothing. That 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 that's the, basically the whole point is that he has made you know not the best moves during his tenure as general manager of the Panthers. Because was he? But let me see, I'll keep going. I'm going to see it when he. When that Dale being was hired. said, when when you ask you know if Panthers brass knew about this, I'm sure that they did because they they have you know, staff within the bubble that they control media relations and that kind of stuff. They have their PR guy there or, you know, whoever is running that kind of stuff. I'm sure that they knew because they have to deal with media relations between the team and the players and the coaching staff and all that stuff and the actual press themselves because that's what they do. May 17, 2010 was when Dale Town was hired. May 17th of 2010. So he was there for the team that won the division. Twice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Got bounced in the first round both times. So I'm sure that they knew about it, and it was just one of those things that he's already probably on his way out. A Tom Brenneman, Tom Brenneman scenario for the Cincinnati Reds, the guy that said the when the mics were hot. Sure, yeah, yeah, pretty. I that's I don't pay attention set, to MLB set, baseball, but sure, yeah, you don't want to. But moving on, I think we should get to the now. Do we want? I said we start off with hashtag #AskTKS. Do yeah, we want? We'll, do, we'll, we'll start off with hashtag well, #AskTKS. How about uh, how about this? Alex? Let's start with the first. We'll start with the first one, and we'll we'll save World Hockey Report's question for later on in the show because it's going to have to do with the playoffs a little bit. I think because we'll have time to probably jam it in there. Well, no, let's just let's take care of them all right now. Well, I, I mean, we got, pl- oh, we got we got plenty of time, oh, and oh, who oh, is oh. to say that we're not going to have more questions throughout the show? Let's take care of them, the ones that we got. Well, Dad's right in here. the chat, which means there's going to be some question about something. I'm probably going to get a text message about a question. Sure, sure. Why not? If he has a question, we'll answer it. Or if he has a question that we don't want to answer, we'll just not because we have that capability. We have. We can just tell Dad no. Hashtag not to ask face, though, TKS at Paul underscore Ryan 15 asks if the NHL played on wooden floors and rollerblades, would you still watch it? To which I respond, change out the wooden floors for no, no, Alex, floors? no, Alex, Alex. He asked the question. It's got to okay. be wooden floors. Then I would say yes. However, 
I would make the suggestion that you just change wooden floors to inline no, floors. You got to go with the question, Alex. Wooden floors. Put them on a basketball court. Inline hockey league. You don't you NRHL. Mean, I say, don't you mean the National Roller Hockey League, Alex? Different, different things. But yeah, no, I'd watch it. Hashtag Brat Chat. That's what Dad's gonna go with. I mean, hey, <laughs> that's what he's going with. He's going hashtag Brat Chat. Sure. Um, make that into a shirt. No, no, no. no. We got plenty of ideas. We don't need that one. But we got no. a whole whiteboard. <laughs> I mean, if to do that, you'd probably like you'd you'd have a roller hockey league season in the middle of summer. And in normal years, you would have... Don't you mean pro beach hockey, Alex? Remember that 90s thing they tried? With the sloped corners and everything? Oh, my gosh. You talk about made for ESPN, too. We're so cutting edge and straight and awesome, cool stuff. We put lowercase letters and make it look all jaggedy and stuff. X Games. But hockey. (laughs) I I want to know that ESPN marketing pitch. We're going to take X Games and hockey and put them together. Late September slash early October, all the way to about what May is regular hockey season. June ish, depending ish, depending on how things work. Playoffs and awards. So I'd say July. Okay, fine. July after free agent frenzy, nobody works. So that's regular hockey season, and then probably about May to I would say like August. You have a roller hockey season. You have hockey year round. It's well, different hockey. Well, remember we talked about normal this. inline rules are four on four, no uh, back, no off sides, which well, you'd like. Well, ah, my ah, pen. There, there goes your pen. Well, that's what the NRHL was going to do, but it is before, going to do before next year, right? Before the pause and before COVID and everything. But of course, Alex, we had that idea in retrospect to having the women's national hockey league. You know, back when the money was there for everything to happen, and they decided, well, we really quite can't have it to be where the we can't have the league now. But the idea was that there would be like the WNBA, whereas the WNBA plays in the summer, and the NBA's offseason, you'd have the women's national hockey league, and that'd be a good time to have a roller hockey league, in which they were going to do. Yeah. That was the NRHL was going to do. It was going to be very interesting. We're having I mean, a team. think about it. You're going to have, have a team down the Delta Plex. Yep, the Grand well, Rapids Warhawks. you have the Whitecaps, so that's kind of hard in this, at least in these neck of the woods. I'm talking and about hockey. Hockey hockey fans will watch hockey. Port Huron would have definitely done well. Because well, well, there is the Port, there, there. The, there was the Port Huron Yeti. There were the Detroit Dragons. Which there would were, have been in Frazier. Correct. They would have been playing at Frazier Hockeyland um, with the Oh, and the Motor City Rockers. Um, they would have the Grand Rapids Warhogs. Delta Plex. At the Delta Plex. They would have had the St. Louis Vipers. Which would have been tough because the Cardinals were there. And, of course, they would have had the XFL still going on as well. Well, right. Yeah. So that would have been a little bit tough competition for them. But, but I mean, but also, I mean, St. Louis is just uh, a huge market for roller hockey. They had the Vipers back in the last roller hockey professional was that, roller was that the league? was that the narch or no well there was the nrhl they took a couple of years off before coming back with well, it i don't, I don't, I, don't th- I don't think it was the same group i think it was a different one maybe the narch the north there was the there was the narch the north american roller i think those are the only f- those i think those were the only five teams unless there was a sixth one there I were some others remember. i know grand rap is an Everett team i know that for a fact thomas, no, no, McCull- no, no, no. thomas mccullum was going to be one of the goaltenders for the yeah for the no he was, in the, he was in the he was an nhl draft and there was a few other grand rapids griffins or former ones that uh were set to play for the warthogs and i know that they were they wanted to have a few teams exp- like expanded, so maybe who knows? By the time that they actually have a season next year, they'll have more teams than five. I'd be really I think interested. There was six. So Paul, I'm not sure. I can't think of them. If you're for your question on wooden floors on pretty much on a basketball court, I think you'd have to change the wheels though. 
you have to have them a little more grippy because obviously basketball court can get pretty slick. Yeah, you'd have to have like out, well, not outdoor, but not like you'd outdoor. have to have a different kind of, of wheel because a typical roller hockey wheel well, would just have, slide around. Well, well you'd have an inline wheel. Inline wheels are pretty grippy. Not on a basketball court. Well, unless, no. Unless you like put like, uh, not corn stuff. That's why. That's why I'm saying I would recommend having just regular inline. Really? Well, that wasn't his question. His question was wooden floors. That's why. Answer is yes. yes. Thank you for the question, Paul underscore Ryan fifteen. Next question comes from World Hockey Report. Hey, I wonder who works for them. We like them. We like them. They follow me on Instagram. Hi, Cody. Hi, bud. Uh, my hand's too far up. Hi, Cody. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Look at the camera. I'm just like World my Hockey like Report gone. asks best goalie left in the playoffs currently. Now, Mark Andre Fleury. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard? Period. Period, period, period. Well, it's easy to play, Alex. You don't have a sword sticking out of your back. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Alan Walsh. <laughs> Ching. Hey. Ah, give it I did there because I stabbed, yeah, stabbed him in the back. Ah. Woo. I'm all, I'm on. I had another cup of Death Wish coffee right before the show, folks. So maybe, I'm a little. Maybe mo- we will actually. Um, Make that into a shirt idea. Hey, hey. I don't know how you. S- okay, that's that's the best part in the chat right now. How do you spell the sound effect? Hey, how do you think you spell that? There's got to be like. There's got to be something. If Ty- Tyler Burke's watching right now, and I'd I'd love to see him try to spell it because that he's, maybe- he's our resident creative type. Tyler Burke is our resident is our resident linguist, not. Not English major by any stretch of the imagination. Love you, Tyler. Resident well, sound well, guy. Okay, I'll give Tyler this. Tyler is the one that creates all of our logos. So all the logos you see, whether it be on our intro, this TKS logo up here, the Kewl Show banner logo that we created, he created all of that for us, which is going to be on a thingamabob that I can't quite say right now, even though I Not keep, quite yet. Not quite yet. I keep wanting to say it. Not yet. Not yet. Hold hey. off. Next week. Next Monday. We Next have an announcement. week, we will be unveiling. Next Monday, some- we have an announcement. What? We have a, no, we can't say unveil it. You're giving away news. too much. News. We'll be unveiling some new news. What? No, hopefully not nude. That's news. not the point. You said new news. I said new news. Oh, new news. I thought you added a D in there for some reason. New news? I'm like, yeah, this... We, no, I'm not going to... That's... Co- Alex, the host, figure it out. Get us back on track here. Tampa, Boston. <laughs> no, three to one. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Tonight on NBC Sports. It's Tampa versus no, Boston. All of, all of the series right now are currently at three to one, right? All of them. Yes. Yes. But I but it'll be interesting to see. What? what? Okay, so let's talk about so let's talk about the series real well, quick. Well, hold on. Well, let's, I, well, here, hold on. I think we need to just calm ourselves, Alex. Do you want to call? Uh, fine. Fine. <laughs> you want to reel? You would tell me to reel us in. I'm like, all right, let's go talking about Tampa and Boston. We got the Bulls, the Bruins. I was saying, let's just no maybe we commercial. Should, maybe we should go to breakouts. So Break <laughs> before the Bulls, the Bruins, because Boston and the Bulls and the noise and stuff. Uh, you got other other B words? I got some I can't quite say here on the air. We'll be right back with Boston and the Bolts and the Bruins being better at not being so blatantly belligerent. Bye! <laughs> Took you that long to get to the commercial break. Embarrassing! <laughs> The fitness gram pacing test is <laughs> multi-stage aerobic capacity. I'm sorry, I had to. I didn't think you were actually going to start reading the pacer test. The fitness gram He looks at me, so, so here's Alex capacity. right now. He's like, you know what we should do? 
We should. Oh, by the way, welcome back to the Kilo Show here on Twelve Ounce Sports. Hi, host. everybody. <laughs> you did a great job being a host, Alex Tyler, alongside Alex. Why? Why am I hosting all of a sudden? Because you're good at it. Sometimes. I, I, sometimes, yeah. I mean, listen. I know I do broadcast. I do my own show. I'm going to be doing actual radio here in a little bit. So yeah. I, so, but I mean, it's yeah. I'll be getting paid to talk, Alex, on the radio. Well, well, until I get fired, of course. Because yeah, yeah, until I get fired. But, until you get fired. I mean, they say can, something stupid. I'll never retire from this job, though, Alex. I have to drag my dead corpse out here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Kill Show. <laughs> oh, uh, sweet Mother Teresa. Sweet Mother. Okay. Sweet Mother of Teresa. Because she's, no. a, she's a woman, too. Well, yes, but that's... Okay. <laughs> sweet Mother of Mother Teresa. She may not have been a saint, but she gave birth to Mother Teresa. D- do you think that anybody cares about Steve Eiserman's mom? Yes! Gave birth to Steve Eiserman. And Mama Gretzky, Walter's wife, they love her too. That's different because he was the greatest hockey player of all times. Yeah. And they actually had stuff about those two. That's different. And, you know, the mother of Tim and Cindy Cherry, you know, Rose. Everyone loves Rose. At least I, I think so. She made, hey, she was, hey, she was popular. She was in a couple of commercials, according to the documentary and stuff. And, and, and videos. I've Would seen. you say that she was popular? Because she's bros and <laughs> poppy and red flowers. And- yeah, okay. Sure, I'll give it to you just for the sake of, you know, moving on. Back to the Bruins and the Bolts and not being so belligerent blatantly. And you're, now, you're trying to, now, now you're forcing it. Now I am forcing <laughs> now, it. Now you're forcing now it. Now I'm not having a damn seizure. It's a bird, it's a bird. So, first series we're going to be talking about in the East, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Boston Bruins. Tampa really? is... Really? Because we didn't get that from the belligerent Bruins. For some reason... By the way, the Game Tampa 5... The Tampa Bay Lightning... Hold on here. For some reason, the Tampa Bay Lightning have decided to be a hockey team in the playoffs, being not only getting past the first round, not getting elim- eliminated, getting swept in four by Columbus. No, no, no. They lead the series currently 3-1, to one, over one of the most dangerous playoff hockey teams in the world, the Boston Bruins. Alex, is this where I tell you that, you know, just five years ago, the Lightning were in the cup final, and two years ago, they were in the conference finals? Did they lose? Well, yeah, but they made it there and and stuff. Okay, but in recent history, have they done well? Well, in terms of hoisting the big silver trophy over their head, no. Mm. And now they have the Bruins, though. So you talk about the most dangerous team come to the playoffs, and the yeah, Bruins had one jack squat. Have the Tampa Bay Lightning won the cup since Martin St. Louis? Well, no, Alex, because they haven't won the cup since 04. Right, and since then, how many times have the Bruins won the cup? Since Rule 48, zero. Okay, wait, next one. when did Rule 48 come into effect? That's a good question. Rule but 48. While he's looking that up and get you guys up to speed birth. on the past two games, the Bolts won game two, four to three in overtime with Blake Coleman scoring twice and Andre Palat scoring the OT winner. And then game three also went to the Bolts seven to one. Tampa went three and six on the power play with uh, Kalorn getting two goals, one assist for a total of three points. Two goals separated by 17 seconds from Palat and Yanni Gord set the tone for the entire game. That was a brutal beating. Of oh, the gosh. Bruins. By the Bolts. Yes. Belligerent beating. We're sticking with the bees with this one, even though it's 
the Tampa Bay Lightning, but they're the Bolts. Hey, you know what? You put a dumb word across your sweater. Guess what? We're going to say it. Yeah, the Sens. Remember when the Canes tried? Oh, they, they still do that. That's right. Um, well, there's the, and the Bolts did the thing as well. What? Uh, I was saying, like, everyone trying yeah, to yes, copy to be the yes, Rangers. Okay. I'm just trying to c- continue. Continue. So, that, it's funny. I It's one of the few games in these playoffs that I really didn't watch. I was watching a little bit of it, and then I they went up three nothing. I'm like, okay, they're playing all right. Next thing you know, just it just by the end, like by the third period, I'm like, well, this game's over. So I didn't watch the rest. Of it. I watched the highlights back, of course, and Tampa on the power play dominant. Two goals early on. I think that's what really helps out when you get two goals back to back. And we've seen it so many times in these playoffs alone. Two goals being scored in less than thirty seconds and less than a minute. You don't quite realize, and we'll get to a little bit later on with the Dallas-Colorado series and how important those two goals were in the third period, but anytime that happens, a team gets so rattled because all of a sudden, you know, they're just, after one goal, you're just trying to, all right, let's just get momentum back and whatever. Next thing you know, they score right again. It's so deflating to have two goals scoring so fast in Boston in game three, we're not able to recover. And that's why it's, there are some games, listen, there are some games, whether you like to believe it or not, that teams just check out. 5-1, 6-1, you know what? Let's just forget this game ever happened. Let's look at the finer details. Let's move on from here. That's what they tried to do because that's all you can do. If you right. try to break down all seven goals in a game, it's more demeaning. It's more, more, it's more painful as a player trying to recover. And I just, but Tampa, they played so on. This is the offense we expected from Tampa Bay. And, you know, after that win in game three, we're, Blake Coleman, you know, had a great game, and Andre Pallott, I mean, I'm not saying the guy's on fire, but he's had a pretty good series so far. That's for sure. Winning the game in overtime like that gives you a little bit of momentum, and then they were able to carry the offense in. I Listen, I always, and I remember, Alex, what were our picks? I picked Boston in five. You picked Boston in, did you pick them in four? I think I, because you and I, go back. You and I picked. I think I wrote them down. I don't think I put them in the in the form, Alex. I don't think I put them in the doc. Maybe not. I put. I have the text message from them. Actually, I have them on the tweet as well. Oh, you, that's right. Yeah, no, I I did text you about that. But you and I, well, no, you and I, I had I, the same exact. I do exact agree picks. that we we both said that Boston was going to win this series, but because of how physical they were, right? They, so they won Game One. It's like, well, for one, they're they've always been a physical team, especially in the playoffs, and they've just and they're allowed to get they, away with they've stuff done in the playoffs. well. They've well, done yeah. well. And I think, I mean, they looked quite strong against the Canes. There were places where they were a little bit, you know, shoddy here and there. You know, losing your starting goaltender isn't always the biggest confidence booster at all, no. But that being said... But Halak looked just this, fine. Halak, yeah, Halak looked just fine when playing against the Canes. And losing three in a row, and, and I didn't talk about this before because I wanted to actually put a lot more focus on it. The reason why the series is at 3-1 to one is because three games in a row, Tampa has won with Game 4 going to the Bolts, 3-1. to one. Um, Plus, opened the scoring up with a nice pass from point, um, and then adds another one in the second. And But there was one thing that we need to talk about this, and it's a possible 
Something that could possibly be suspendable is uh, well, the, well, there was talk of it being suspendable. It is not anymore. Is it not anymore? Because so describe the play, Alex, and we'll go from there. I think I think it's funny, you know. Quickly, I'd have to you, I'd have to rewatch it because before it was just well, yeah, you go ahead and pull it up, and I'll break yeah. down the first couple goals. First of all, Braden Point, I put nice. I like to put the notes in so Alex reads them off for you. Braden Point, the goal for Palat. Listen, like I said, three goals in three games for the kid. I say kid like he's like he's like he's younger than I am, but. Brain point, nice toe drag in front. He's been on fire. We have to remember nowadays in the NHL, that's kind of how it is sometimes where a lot of these star players are younger than you. Well, that is true. I mean, it's not like we go to USHL games now and just yell at a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> or just yell at a bunch of 16, 17 year olds. Yeah. So, so but, essentially what happens. Well, hold on. Let me get to okay, the goals here. Okay, you then, you watch okay. it back entirely so you get a good feel because it was behind the play. You wouldn't, if you're watching the main feed, you wouldn't have seen it. But pull out with the goal and then. He scores another one, and it goes off the glove of Halak. And I think this game, I think that seven-one game, really did a number on Halak. He did get pulled for, I think it was Vladov, was the goaltender, the, who is the backup right now for the Bruins. He, he even had his Providence mask on. That's how fresh he is. <laughs> but the yes, we found out who the goaltender for Providence was. Alex, he didn't get pulled though. Halak did, not okay. not him. Okay, I can't Just believe. Just got to make sure. Can't believe the Canes couldn't do that to him, so I didn't look like a fool. Another four-letter word, such letter F, Alex. You know what it is? Another one? But no. I, Fine. You're, you're going to punch you. But now Halak is starting to look a little bit vulnerable, which leads to this play that Alex is going to describe. Yeah, so what happens was the play is on the near side boards for those that are watching on TV. Nicholas Ritchie. Nicholas Ritchie uh, delivered a late hit, as it's being described, on Yanni Gord, who's a defenseman for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Gord Well, decides- no, Gord's a four, but Gord was covering. He was back. He was back in position. He's a forward, but he was playing back covering defense. I thought he was a defenseman. Nick Robertson is not a defenseman, Alex. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair point. Eric, fair point. Um, so is that how you do it, Alex? No, it's like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get it close to the mic so I can okay. hear my finger smack. Um, but So Gord brought the puck and sent it up the boards. Um, and about a good second later, Nick Ritchie decides to hit him. Um, Shulkin Jansen style. Um, Vias on, on the side, so swipe, side swiping, if you want to call him that. And Gord then goes uh, head first into the boards um, right on the near side. And he was laying there for quite a bit, had to be helped um, up to his skates. Um, Nick Ritchie was assessed a five-minute major for that play. And a game misconduct. And a game misconduct. Which is why they didn't give him suspension, because he already missed the majority of game three, or game four, excuse me. And which is funny because my boy, my buddy Freed just tweeted out that no Sean Corrali or Nick Ritchie for the Bruins here in game five coming up here in about tw- 22 minutes. I listen. So they might as well have just suspended him. No, sometimes that is an honest you know, line of move. You're a desperate team right now. You're on the brink. I'm, ju- I'm just saying it wouldn't have made a difference. Listen, if the now. Bruins had another goaltender, they'd use him. This would be the game where Halak would come in if Rask had been playing like Halak through the last couple of games. Now, I get it. This is a bad hit. It's a blindside hit. The problem I have is that Bruce Cassidy, after the game, Alex, oh, okay. you ready for this? Here we go again. Bruce Cassidy, former Griffin. He was one of us, Alex. One of us. You were too, maybe too young to remember, but he's one of us. Well, I, I know who he is. You were. Okay, you know who he is because I keep telling you about him. Well, no. Back in the old IHL days, we had this guy named Bruce Cassidy. I also have father. Yeah, you got dad, too. But he, listen, he comes out to the media after the game, and you say how Brian Burke's not there. He does a full Brian Burke. Well, Yanni Gord laid there, and they had, they, I'll be honest, they did make the decision to make a call it a major after the hit. Now, yes, I've always complained about this about officials that they make the call after the play. 
Now, with, they did review it because nowadays, after the whole Joe Pavelski incident last year, they can review these kind of plays. Which make, I agree with. Which is okay. And they reviewed it, and it was, in fact, Alex, a blindside hit, as you saw there. It's, there's no question about it. I, I don't like the fact that the league, or the Cassie says, I'm like, oh, he was fine and came back later in the game. Listen, he probably he went into the dark room, as far as I know. He went off the bench, he came back, and they cleared him to play. Well, not, yeah, and, not every blind, of, not every blindside hit leads to a major concussion. Let's just talk. Let's just mention that. But thankfully, yes, but no, that that's part of protocol. Is that these every single NHL game has concussion spotters? Yep. So whenever especially they especially in the playoffs. So even if it's a play where a player gets hit and there's no penalty called or anything, they'll just straight up call down to the bench and say, "Yeah, you need to pull him off the bench, and he needs to be um, assessed put through." Protocol yep. assessment protocol. That's that's what the world that's the world we live in right now. Which is good. It's, good it's for, not good for not only game. is it for the NHL, it's for sports like um, the NFL and football, American football. Excuse me. Well, the, the NFL is kind of uh, they have they have they don't kick players that, they don't but, kick players out of the games. Well, I, they do have the dark rooms on the sidelines. I do see that. Right. That's they okay. have that protocol there though. But they don't kick players out of the games like they do in college football, which I think they should do personally. But that's just me. I know I'm a little Yeah, that's a that's a whole different ball game for a, a whole, whole different, different pod, whole different podcast. But you're going so you're still going my bad. Oh, yes. So my my point is is that yeah, so like you said, you know, not every situation leads to stuff like this, but continue with what Bruce Cassidy had to say. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he was complaining about the fact that it should not have been a major penalty. And listen, it had every right to be. It's a blindside hit. And I, I just I just find it funny. I won't go full tilt, Alex. I won't do it for the folks at home. Please not again. I'm not gonna do it again, but not this, it's, not it's just playoffs. It's just ironic that a member of the boss it's remember when Brad Marchand ducked Sammy or was it Sammy Solo? Sorry, it was Salo. Salo in the 2011, uh, the season after they won the cup. And Claude Julian said, maybe you guys should take runs at each other. Where <laughs> Sammy Salo just gliding at him, just going like two miles an hour, and Marshan just low bridges him. Yeah. I just, I find it funny when Bruins coaches or Bruins players, Bruins fans say, oh my gosh, that guy was, it wasn't a bad hit at all. No, he blindsided him. I'm sorry. I listen, I get it. Mark Savard was one of your boys. Mark Savard, and this is what started Rule 48, Alex, was Mark Savard's head, when, or Matt Cook. Brain marks of art, which, by the way, I did look it up. Rule 48 was instituted after the 2010 season. I mean, Nathan Horton was also a Bruin. Nathan Horton, yes. And that, that's, he was such a good player, too. And, and which was Boom, against, which, what's, what's, Boom, was headshot. Against, which was against Vancouver in that, was that game? I think it was game one of that 2011 final, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Yeah, so I get it. They have a reason to be mad. But when you're play, but you know what it's like to have a player get injured because of that. The ref sees a blindside hit after reviewing it. It's a penalty. It, it is funny. That it wasn't. It's, it's another Boston player or coach or media person that has something to say about it. It's exactly. I think it should have been a, a one game suspension, purely on the basis that, yeah, you can't be making those plays. Nope. No, Regardless, I mean, you, 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 yes, you can make the argument that he basically lost a game after being ejected from that one. But Ryan McDonough, by the way, according to Chris Johnston, on the ice for warmups for the Tampa Bay Lightning, has not played since Game One of this series. So okay, so according to CJ, some lineup changes here, possibly. 
Good to know. Getting y'all ready I mean, to go. We got hey, about. Got you one. have to remember, NHL allows for as many players as you want to warm up. Trust me, you know how excited play. I was to watch Connor Carrick in Detroit. I'm like, Connor Carrick's going to play tonight. Martin Marins is going to. Wait, hold on. There's like 10 defensemen out there. That's when I realized that. You're like, oh. They're not all going to play tonight. No. I would have loved that when I was at Davenport. Third what? string goaltender. At least, hey, at least let me skate around a little bit out there for warmies. I don't need to play. Just let me skate around and dress and make it look like I'm part of this team. And I'll go put my suit on and hang out up top. Sure. I would have loved that. But I got to text Greener now. And tell Greener, Greener, I got an idea. No, I, I, I got to text him too. So. Well, you got to text him for work. I had to text him because I have a grievance. No, I'll, no, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send him an email. because I just, uh, I just feel, I, I feel weird texting Greener. Greener, you'll learn. Well, I got over that pretty quickly. Well, I, had well, I also to. have to. I just I can't call him Greener to his face. Yeah, you can't do that. Not until you no. Not until you don't work for him anymore. After you can, he probably. Well, I had to get the A OK from him personally. I still text him. I say Chris, but when I go up to him in person, I say Greener. Hey, Greener. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what how I refer to him in person. It's just the fact that now that I'm, I'm going to be working for him and stuff, it's like I know, do, do, do. Hi, hello, Mr. Chris. <laughs> Hi, ho, Mr. Chris, boss man. Hi, ho, lady ho. Give him the old. I don't want to. I, I don't want him to bag skate me if I call him greener. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell him you can't skate. He'll make you run the stairs. Won't matter. No matter what, you'll be. You'll First get, of all, yeah. I can skate. That's not a problem. Second of all, game five between the Bolts and the Bruins it's tonight at seven. So in about fifteen minutes here, type Bolts go on to uh, next round, going to conference final. You know I would. We got to go each by each we, by each series shake, here. We shake we shake I'm not going to do the Herb Street deal. I'd love to say for the end to say who moves on, but obviously by the end of the show, we could see how widespread the game could be. This team right here has a lot of potential. But also, You're not John they're Gruden. playing the Boston Bruins. They're playing the Boston Bruins. Bring me the lightning bolt helmet. <laughs> go full, full Lee Corso here. Give me that. No, no. If Give you're me doing, that. Give me that bumblebee. What is he? Th- what's what's the name of the mascot again? Is it Thunder? I think it's Buzz. No, I don't remember. Bolt? I don't know. I'll look it up. Sure, why not? It's not Bolt. I thought it was Thunder because they used to play in the Thunderdome down there. Tampa Bay Light. Mascot. Tyler Keeple. Who okay. do you think is going to win? I think. Well, I got time, Alex. We have about 15 minutes where we even get to the game. What's the mascot? Just search well, mask- well, mascot. I'm just. M A S C O T. People, something to listen to. Let me. They can hear me spell mascot. M A S. M as in Mike. Thunderbug. Apple. It is Thunderbug. Thunderbug. I knew that had something to do with thunder because they created it when they were in the Thunderdome, which for the longest time, I think it still holds the record. Welcome to Thunderdome. Which, Continue. Have you seen that any of that WWE stuff in the Thunderdome? Looks pretty neat. No, I have not. But I don't, I don't care about it because I believe they still hold the record for the most attended indoor hockey game because they had twenty almost twenty four thousand inside that Thunderdome in Tampa way back in the day. But I back in the day when the man was born. Back in the day when the man was born. Oh God, I'm not gonna start singing it. But thank God, I like I you know because you know what's gonna happen, Alex. I'm gonna say. Well, Tampa, Boston's defeated. Tampa's going to wipe the floor with them tonight. And next thing you know, Boston forces game seven in a couple days, and I won't be able to talk about it on Thursday. Fair. But I liked, I like think Boston's going to have a little more jump in their step. Obviously not having guys like Richie and Corrali in there. Obviously, Cassidy's looking for a different matchup. They will not be the home team tonight. Tampa will have the last change, and I think that's why he doesn't want to have guys like Corrali and Richie out there. He wants to have guys that can try to hold up with Tampa. I don't think Boston, though, can out-Tampa Tampa. 
That's why we believed, Alex, that Boston was going to win this series so easily because they were going to play physical and hard. But Tampa, with that game two win and that game three shellacking, has taken over this series and has been able to play their game. And Andre Vasilevsky, listen, I know I razz on him, Alex. I say he shouldn't be a Vesna candidate. However, he is looking elite. See what I did there? See what I did there, Alex? Yeah, elite. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time in how long? I'm trying to figure out the last time I wore this shirt. I used to, I did wear it on one of the... I was talking about Vasilevsky, not you. Oh, yes. Well, in terms of being an excellent goaltender, I mean, he's been solid. Where was my stat? He's been spotty. He's been spotty as a Dalmatian. Where was... 101 Dalmatian spotty. According to Sportsnet stats, Vasilevsky is 8-1 with a 1.87 goals against average, 9-3-1 save percentage in his last nine postseason starts against the Bruins. And I believe they played each other in 2018. I'm not mistaken, 2018 playoffs. I still think he's been a spotty goaltender. So During the season, yes, but he's been looking good in the last couple of games. You know, he allowed a couple After of... After a solid break. Well, yeah. well, I played a couple of fuddy-duddy games in the series against Columbus, and I, I, he didn't look all that impressed. I'll be honest. Yes, the Bolts only lost one game in that round robin, but he didn't look like a magnificent goaltender, which is why I'm like, well, that's not why Columbus... every team was playing hard in those games, though. Well, Boston wasn't, then they beat up Carolina, and now they look like, well, they look like Carolina now in this series, where now Tampa's got a stranglehold. I am certainly under the impression that that, that the Bruins losing those games was on purpose. The round robin games? Absolutely. I wouldn't deny it. Well, the way they came out against Columbus, you kidding me? I don't think Columbus was that tired after that series against Toronto. Yeah, they played a couple of overtimes, but I really had a firm belief that, or no, yeah, in Boston against Carolina, I think they saved themselves. And Carolina looked so good. Sorry, I got Tampa and Columbus mixed up. You're good. Boston and Carolina, I thought Carolina came out so well coming out of that qualifying round. They swept the first round. They were smacking around the range like it was nobody's business. Yes, they ran to Henrik Lundqvist, who was playing outstanding. Ran into him, ran through him. Well, they had to they had to go through him because they weren't going to be able to beat him going around him. Let me tell you, but it just, it was a tale of two cities. But at this point in the series, I don't know if Boston has enough left. I think this team is tired. They're a, I, this, yes, they had four months off, but they look tired. Yes, compared to where the Lightning are hitting their stride. If Tampa wins tonight, the series will go seven. Or not Tampa. If Boston wins tonight, the series will go seven. Caught myself. Obviously, if Tampa wins tonight, the series is over. That said, whoever scores first wins the hockey game. Okay. Whoever scores first wins the hockey game, and I'm going to say, just because he's been on this ridiculous hot streak, Andre Palat, make it four and five. Sure. Or five and four. Five and four, excuse me. Sure. Because he scored for it. two goals in the last game. Gets another one here tonight, and Tampa sends themselves to Edmonton. Two things I'll say about this. One, historically, I would say... When the Bruins are playing a playoff team, the conversation has always been, how is Team X going to out, you know, out-hit the Bruins? How are they going to play Bruins hockey better than the Bruins? I've personally said that with the Hurricanes, you know, how physical they with were. With the Leafs. With the Leafs. And, I mean, the Hurricanes in their series with the Bruins, they played physical. Sveshnikov was a huge part of that before he was, you know, taken out due to the injury. I wonder what Jack Edwards thinks about that. Shut up. That being said, <laughs> you take that away, and the, the Bolts have just playing. They've just been p- playing Tampa Bay Lightning hockey. Did you forget what the name that, was for a second? 
Tongue's not working right <laughs> you now. You say it's the fine. Rays? Hey, the Rays are looking pretty good. They're leading the AL East. Regardless, continue. Sure. Baseball's weird. And I Bayball. Bayball. Jays for the playoffs. <sighs> Toronto teams suck. No. Toronto. No. The Jays no, are no, about no, 500. Let me go. So that's the first part is that the Tampa Bay Lightning have just been playing Tampa hockey. They're not trying to out-Bruins the Bruins. That's oh, Bruins the Bruins. That's one thing that they've done right with this. And the second thing, the one thing that you're talking about is, yes, the Bruins are looking tired right now. And I still think that even though, yes, the playoffs are still a grueling thing, I want to say that whoever wins this Stanley Cup, the 2019-2020 season Stanley Cup, should have an asterisk next to their name, purely on the basis that... It was harder? Yeah. <laughs> I would it was say harder? so. You had to win because, more games? But, well, it's not, not even the fact that you have to win more games. Well, except for it's Tampa the, and It's Boston the fact game. that... I don't know if it's called quarantine fatigue or quarantine sickness at this point. Well, we are learning that it's obviously a very big mental game being in this bubble. It's very tough. Right. That's what I'm saying is that when you're... Okay. Being around the same teammates during an entire season and doing road trips and stuff, that's one thing. Being stuck in a hotel for two months? It's another. a completely different ball game here. So I think... That's a huge reason why Boston looks so tired because they haven't underperformed like this in the playoffs for quite some time. Even though, yes, they're well, a little I would bit say, older. I, I would say 2017, Alex, when they got beat up by Ottawa in the first round. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking in the span of the past, like, five, ten years. They lost to Tampa in 2018. That's right. I'm like, who did they lose to in 2018? That was Tampa. That's right. But, but, I, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Right. Boston has been a perennial powerhouse when it comes to playoff hockey. They can, they can all, play they, typical, traditional playoff hockey. Right. Every single year, they've been always put up as a team that could possibly win the Cup. And right now, they're By looking very vulnerable. Up. They're looking very weak and battered and bruised and the Bruins and the Bolts. And you know what? The is, one, is, there, one is, there, is there a synonym for... that is, I missed. It's Tampa Bay. Is there a, is there a synonym... Not cinnamon, synonym for old that starts with letter B. Is there? Because we should get that word in there too. What? A, a synonym for the word old, because that's what the Bruins are. They're getting old. Is there a synonym that starts with letter B for old? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Well, I can tell you right now, their talent level is benign. Benign. There we go. I got I found another B word we could use. The benign Bruins are going to get beat up belligerently by the belligerent bolts of Tampa Bay yeah. at Scotia Bank Arena, and they're going to go to Rod. No, there's nothing there. There's place. Oh my gosh, my peas. My my peas are the worst on a headset. Not bees. I'm sorry. P P. You have to like breathe in when you say the like peas. It's not just you. It's everybody. It's I know. It's so it's hard. how you have to say it. It's also the same thing with how Blowing so much air out. How, especially in the Midwest, how we use our S's. Well, you add it. Everyone adds an S to everything. Myers, the secretary. Well, the secretary. Well, no, name. not just that. I'm talking about how. Give me a little back. How we actually say the S. 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 We make the secretary sound. of state. It's piercing into a microphone. It's not just you. You're not the. You're not the only person in the world, Ty. You're not the it's, main character. It's funny. Of the they, show. they don't say secretary. It's, it's not secretary of state. Side character. It's secretary of state. 
It's, it's like not sec- Secretariat State. It's Secretary of State. Secretary of State. There's no exactly. uh, There's no of. Secretary. No, there <laughs> is a, there is a of. We know what an A there. It's Secretary of <laughs> uh, State. Secretary of State. We're going to the Secretary of State's office today. Next series, we'll talk about the There's no DMV in Michigan, by the way. No, there is no DMV. It's Secretary of State. Andre Vazlevsky right now. Ninth in goals against average among playoff goaltenders. One nine eight right now. Just like Great. Brad Marchand, seven points. That's tied for third. Or no, seven goals tied for third. Let's, I'm just going to get the stats here. No top ten point getters, though, for the Boston Brewers. And again, they start off slowly offensively anyways. Next series we're going to be talking about is the Philadelphia Flyers and the New York Islanders. Oh, by, the by Islanders. Bruins fans, by Bruins and Bolts fans, by the way. Well, they're going to go watch the game probably. Well, probably, yeah. You got five minutes. Yeah. That being said, Islanders are leading the series three to one. They won game one four zero. Flyers won game two in overtime four three. Islanders winning games three and four three to one and three to two respectively. Yes. Didn't I pick the Flyers to win this one? We both did. Don't forget, Alex. We had the same pick. Dude, we're sucking. We're sucking. You're the one trying to make a comeback here. I'm kicking your butt. Can we pull it? Do I have the stat line back up here? You may. Do I have it here? I got it right here. Look at this, guys. Look how bad Look how bad Alex is far behind, and he picked the same ones I did. I, you know what, Alex? For the sake, I'll say this now. When we get to the conference finals, I will pick not the teams you picked just so you have a chance. No. Well, pick, I, you should pick the teams who you think you're going to Well, gonna then I'm going to win because I'm up by three, That's Alex. fine. There's going to be three series left picks. after this because I am better. I know, Alex. I get you're not that. better. You're I, just better at picking who's going to win playoff series. That, that is true. That is true. I am better at picking the right series, even though right now. Or at least for this year. Well, not this round, because I can tell you right now, I picked the Bruins, I picked the Flyers, I did pick Vegas, and I picked Colorado. Hey! Seriously, how do you spell that? I, I don't know. Is there an E-Y-E? Check the chat. No one's commented on it yet. Tyler clearly tuned out because he didn't come up with some configurative spelling. I'm in his way in a couple weeks, by the way. What? Tyler's getting married in a couple weeks. I'm in the wedding. Oh, that's right. I got to go pick up my suit. Sure. Suit. Uh, to look spiffy. But no, this is... <sighs> honestly, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to this series. But This has been, it, this honestly, is, this the is, most this, boring series. But this is the I series that... I haven't cared as much about, but to the same token, I also am very surprised about. I really, I really thought that the Flyers would have a lot more chutzpah, if you will, and just a lot more grit or gritty to be able to pull this off. But I guess the Islanders have just been just good enough to... Well, push back to fly past the Flyers. How about that? There you are. Well, listen, the Islanders in game one, I watched it in Denver at the bar with some friends, and it was like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe some jitters because this Flyers team is still, in terms of deep playoff runs, is relatively new. And then the Islanders win. Okay, and then the Flyers come back with a big win in game two. Kevin Hayes with a pair of goals. Sean Couturier giving them a 3 nothing lead. Islanders, though, came all the way back to tie the game. Then Philippe Myers on Thomas Grice, by the way, because remember Varlamov got pulled in that game. Weird skip shot, ends up winning the game. Like, all right, Flyers are back in this thing. And just after that, the, geez, the Isles just shut down the Flyers in the way. Just the Islanders, this is like Barry Trotz. I'll get to him more in a second to the question we were given before the show. His system. This is his team. With Washington, he had to use guys like Ovechkin, Backstrom, Oshie, all these offensive talents to turn him into a slightly better defensive team to win a cup. This is his baby right here. 
He's like, I'm going to take this team of nobodies and turn them around. And listen, who scored the big goals in that game three? You had Matt Martin scoring his third of the playoffs, by the way, a guy that just never scored for the Leafs in the playoffs. Then again, he didn't play. Former Leaf great. Former Leaf great Matt Martin. Leo Komarov, there's a former Leaf great, former all-star Leo Komarov, scoring to put the aisles ahead. And then Anders Lee caps it off with a power play goal in the third. What? Matt Martin, former Leaf great, terrible at French. <laughs> terrible. Oh, gosh. That was the... Right, we'll get, okay. Yeah, we'll mention Can't, that now. We'll, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so... No, well, actually, last question from TVA, 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 which is pretty much the French CBC, if you will. That's the one that broadcasts the national f- games in French. And I think Patrick Aline works for them, if I'm not mistaken. He's an, he's an analyst. Possibly. But, but here, so <sighs> what happened was it was the last question of the media scrum for at least Matt Martin. Well, Matt Martin and some other guy. And, oh, yeah, was, was it Komarov? I don't know who, who is his counterpart in that, but it was the, it was the last question for Martin. And they're like, yeah, we have, we have one more uh, question from, you know, whoever TVA. And then all of a sudden, I get real confused listening to it. And I also see... Well, the guy that, says his name and everything in English. All of a sudden, French. Yeah, he just spits, just goes for it all in French. And the, the number of people that I've seen post see, just saying literally the words, the pure horror in Matt Martin's eyes... Okay, you ever want to know the separation between English and French Canadian? That was it. <laughs> Matt Martin, who is from on is from Ontario, right? I think so, yeah. Matt, I think he's from Ontario. But he like everyone takes French in, in in school in Canada. I chose take it, Alex chose take it as well. Windsor, he's from he's from Eastern Detroit. <laughs> he's from Windsor. Yeah, so as as American as Canadian can get. Yes. And he was just lost. And it literally me every French test I ever took. His his eyes literally like, shot open like, uh... What am I supposed to say here? It's like... We. We. It's like when Trabian. you... Start, it's like when you go... You're in Trabian. the club, right? When you're in the club with your homies. Wow, where are we going with this one, Alex? And you go to hit on a, a guy or a girl, and, and then they just like turn around and they start speaking a completely different language. And you're just like, uh... Oh! <sighs> Then you just try to start. You start trying to use some really crude form of sign language, and that probably doesn't work. But no, more of the that, story, because no, somehow they because somehow they know sign language, and then you realize you're probably offending them in a different way than if you tried to speak. Oh, like, that's a whole different story. <laughs> not only did they not hear what you said, but now you can't understand them. So you're just like, um, I can't offend you by speaking not sign language, but oh. Um, Pure horror as he's just trying to, and I'm going to say trying to answer this question. And he obviously, I don't, I didn't hear his actual answer, but just, well, I think I'm pretty sure he asked it in English after because you only see the French. I hope so. Because boy, you realize he probably realized halfway through, I'm probably, well, I'm sure, I'm sure he asked it in French first because he, A, he works for TV, he works for TVA. And obviously, there are French people that are watching. So obviously, you ask it you, like in Montreal. Whenever you watch a game, the announcements are made in both French and English. Same thing. Oh, yes. And well, I know the anthem is sang in both French and English in Ottawa. I don't know about the PA. Well, because it's the capital, right? Then, but it's also in Ottawa. People forget. No, the P, the PA is right at, there. The, the PA at uh, Senators games is in English, but the if you make a left wrong turn in, in Ottawa, folks, you're in Quebec. That's how close it is. It's that's close to the border. But regardless, back to game three. 
It's almost like it was supposed to be that way. Carter Hart. Carter Hart was. He wasn't bad, but the three goals were just little squeakers. Like he made some big saves early on in that game. But you know, Varlamov outplayed him. So they play game four yesterday. And back to back. So Thomas Grice gets the start for the Islanders, Brian Elliott for Philadelphia. And that's relatively okay. Thomas Grice, though, don't forget, Alex, has not started a playoff game despite making the one appearance in game two. Has not started, Alex, since ready for this? 2016. And since then, I have been on the Thomas Grice is overrated train because, hey, he's not a 1A goaltender. He's not a starting goaltender in this league. No, he's a backup. Because people forget that that 2016 Islanders team, for 75% of that year, was led by Yaroslav Halak. Halak started, his play started to go down. John, Jack Capuano says, you know what, let's try Grice. You know what, sure. And Grice, fresh as a daisy, leads him into the postseason. They beat the... Atlantic division winning Florida Panthers. I have to keep saying that because they won the division. <laughs> Roberto Luongo. No. John Tavares decided, like, I'm just going to win this thing. There you go. And Thomas Grice, all of a sudden, hey, he's a starting goaltender. We don't need Halak anymore. He can go down to Bridgeport, whatever. We're fine. We're going to take it all the way. And nothing. Barry Trotz comes in. Grice's numbers goes up. Obviously, had Leonard last year carrying the load. This year, similar deal. Grice is a good 1B goaltender. Varlamov carries the majority of the load, but you need him in a back-to-back situation. With back-to-back games, you need to have him fresh. Grice, outstanding yesterday. 36 saves, Alex, in his first win since the 2016 playoffs. Was outstanding. And this game was a back-and-forth game. By By the way, I mean, like, play was on one side of the ice. Islanders... Control the first period. 18-7 were the shots in the first period in favor of the Islanders. Brock Nelson scores on a beautiful shot that I don't think Brian L. even had a chance on because it was, he was screened. Second period, Flyers come back out. They fly around the ice. 17-3 were the shots. As good as Brian Elliott was in that first period to keep the Flyers in the game, because I don't think Elliott played bad at all. Elliott made 30 saves in the game. Thomas Grice was just that much better. Grice was out. He was making big save after big save. Alex, how would you describe Grice yesterday? Phenomenal. There you are. But never would have guessed it. Sean Couturier. Gets actually, it. though, actually never would have guessed it in this case. Well, I, well it's because it's Grice. Uh, it's true. I, you wouldn't. Well, I I expect him to be good, not that good. Well, that's the point. You never would have guessed it. Couturier scores on a nice tip, but there were so many good chances in that second period for Philadelphia. I don't think we can overestimate and over, kind of over-compliment the way Grice played last night. Obviously, tomorrow, you're probably going to see Varlamov in net. But now, as Barry Trotz looks, he says, all right, we gave Grice an opportunity to play. I see now that he can be a goaltender going forward. And listen, of the four remaining teams, this is the best tandem in New York. Simply because of the fact, look at it this way, Alex. Boston going into the playoffs, you're right. Tuka Rask, Yaroslav Halak. Tuka goes home. So it's just Halak and a goaltender from Providence. Vegas, still pretty good. Marc-Andre Fleury getting the win. That's okay. Marc-Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard still looking pretty good. But I don't think Fleury looked as good as Thomas Grice did. And then you have Colorado. They did have Philip Grubauer and Pavel Francouz. Grubauer gets hurt. Philadelphia, Brian Elliott and Carter Hart. Well, Grice beat Brian Elliott. So I think that proves that he's the better backup in this scenario. Or 1B, whatever you want to call it. It it looked like, honestly, that if... I'm not saying if, if Varlama was in net, the game would have been different. But if Grice slips up and does not have a, I don't know, a standing game, Alex, we're talking about right now that the this series would be tied at two because they had so many chances. 
so many chances at the Flyers in that second period. They only got the one goal, and it looked like, all right, it's a 1-1 game going into the third. This could be interesting. And then J.G. Pajot gets on a break and just sneaks it by Brian Elliott, and Brock Nelson scores a second game to seal it. Ivan Provorov did score a goal late to make it interesting, but it was too little too late. I just I love the way Thomas Grice played last night. Who would you say, Tyler, was the is as of right now the key factor in the Islanders being successful? Are we talking winning, winning the series? Now, hold on, because I know this this may pertain to the question. Depends on the on ice, your answer. Depends, or, uh, on, depends on your answer. On the ice of who's in the lineup, who's dressing. I'll go with that because, like I said, we'll get to the question here in a second. For me, it's I. I I don't want to say Brock Nelson just because he scored two goals yesterday, but it's the depth and the grinders. J.G. Pajot, big trade deadline pickup. And then you have Anders Lee, Captain Anders Lee, and Matt Martin banging bodies. Leo Komarov still with an awkward-looking cage on. He's going out there and throwing. Like, it's changing the game. Philadelphia does have some good depth players, some good physical pieces. But here's the difference. They've not been nearly as effective as the Islanders have. The third and fourth lines, and that's what we always say in these playoffs. What determines how a team is successful? The Red Wings in the 90s, the grind line. You always, and guys like Large Eller for the Capitals in 2018. Look at the Hawks teams. Yeah, you had guys like Kane and Taves, but look as you go further down the lineup. Guys like Nick Letty always chipping in there from time to time. Right. Those guys are so important for a deep playoff run. You can have your star players do as much as you want, but the Islanders don't quite have those same star players as the Philadelphia Flyers do. So their depth is overtaking the Philadelphia Flyers in this series. Now, Alex, I know this will pertain to the question. I'll let you ask it. Before we get to the question, because we'll actually finish the question with the question before we go to commercial, do you think the Flyers will come back? I'm going to say no. 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 Nope. It's yes. They may win tomorrow night, and they will play on. That'll be means they'll play on Thursday. Correct. It'll be right after my. Quick shift edition of the Kula Show. Now, listen. I would love for the fact to have you know have all the teams, all the series end tonight and tomorrow. Just so thir- just so Thursday, Alex and I, maybe a couple other guests, we can all get on here. We can all just start in one hour, go through the entire conference finals. Which well, I'm I'm not going to be on Thursday. I've got stuff. You can't even call in. Maybe for a little bit, but I got I got. Plans. We got to have a massive just meeting, just I like a big plans. video meeting. I got plans, man. You're gonna clear your plans. We got some hot. Well, no. Well, okay. Obviously. I'll say this. Just for your sake, Alex, we don't have to do it so we don't have to cancel your plans. Philly wins tomorrow night. Philly will win. It'll be a close game. It'll be 2-1. I don't think so. There'll be 30 shots between the two teams. It'll be an absolute boring game to watch, but Philly will squeak it out. I don't think so. Claude Giroux is going to score in overtime because he hasn't... Well, I'm not saying he hasn't done a thing, but he's not been as effective as he would I like to be. I think the Islanders do it in five. You think the Islanders win tomorrow night? Which is funny because Fly- I, we, I picked the Flyers. Isles, Isles and six. I don't think. I don't think any of these series go seven. No, I. I, I will. So. Okay, I will say this. The I only, think. I think the teams that are currently leading each series. I think they're going to win. I. The only series that I could see possibly going to seven is if Boston somehow just finds the fountain of youth in Toronto on at the bay on Nathan Phillips Square. They take a drink out of that. They somehow get rejuvenated and they may force it to seven. That's the only series I see. Isles and six. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Any Bruins player would have the smart idea, unless your name is Brad Marchand, to drink from a public fountain as of right now. Well, hey. Then again, Brad Marchand is the person that licks people in the face. Uh, so, germaphobe is not necessarily his thing. No. Not really, not really something you call him. But, but yeah, no. Flyers, 
they may win tomorrow. I just don't. I don't think they'll. Uh, I don't think they'll make. I don't think they'll win. And it's a bummer because I thought Carter Hart's going to do it, and he played well in Game Three. It's just a, a couple of them goals, man. They're killers. Hey, you yeah. just just have to think. I mean, people talk about how there was the passing of the torch between Carey Price and Carter Hart. Well, a series that Carey Price played really well in the playoffs and just didn't make it past the other team just because. Twenty eleven. That series against go. Boston. Every time I watch that series, I'm like, dang it. Such a good performance. And don't forget, that it series. It was stolen. It was stolen away from him and, by well, his own team. And, well, Tampa was a, or Boston was such a good team going to that series. The, so, the Canadians, was the, so were the Canadians. The Canadians, oh, no, that was, listen, the 2014 Canadians. They were good enough. They were good enough. They were one goal away. You're right. They were one goal away from winning that series. But they didn't. But they didn't because the, the well, Nathan Horton. <laughs> Nathan Horn, and honestly, if the, I I hate watching that goal back because I see Carey Price make that save so many times. That's the one that hurts the most. Is I, I mean, it doesn't hurt as bad as 2014 because let's be honest, if Chris Kreider could skate, Montreal wins the cup that year. I think they beat Los Angeles, but Chris Kreider can't skate. Dustin Karski is like, what am I supposed to do here? And New York goes on, and King Henrik gets lit up in the finals. I mean, I'm sorry. Fair enough. Eric, fair enough. Now, I will say those are the only two series that Carey Price played outstanding in. 2015, not so much. Before we go to commercial break, we do have another question. This is actually courtesy of friend of the show, Harrison Watts. Member of the Seven Timers Club. Seven. 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 There you go. Good I, did my, I did my friend's thing for Kelly because I, I know she watches the show all the time. Sure. Ooh, Tampa's buzzing early. Yeah, that's what I did there. Thunderbug. Thunderbug. Who's calling me? Uh, That's a good question. 231 number. Do you know anyone? Uh, I know. That's a a Battle Creek number. Well, that's also a... uh, Well, Harrison's number is a 231 number as well. Who knows? We'll just let that one go. We'll see if it goes to voicemail. Well, I'll check it on the break. That's what I'll do. If it's worth it, they'll leave a voicemail. Uh, The question was from Harrison. Is Barry Trotz the best coach in the history of the NHL since... The retiring of Scotty Bowman. You know, I I gave him my answer because he asked the question. I'm like, I'm hey, you got to watch the Kula show tonight. I'm not going to do that to him. I I don't want Harrison. Did listen. he ask today? Yes, he asked today. That's okay. that's why I remember. I remember, it almost reminded me to put out the hey, if you have a question for the show, hashtag #AskTKS because I had to literally remind myself. Did you quit dropping your pen everywhere? Good, you fill more pen, than I do. It's just the cap. But here were the things I said about Barry Trotz. Look at those Nashville teams, Alex, from the early 2000s that the Red Wings played all the time. Look at who was on those teams. Rough. Shea Weber, Ryan Suter. 2-2. Two, two. No, that's what I'm saying. That, that was it. That's, David Leguan was their star forward. Early on, it was Tomas Bokun was their starting goaltender. Yikes. And then Rene. Rene. I, that, hold on, I'll get to it. The two thousand look well, not the two thousand eight team, Alex. The team that had guys like Jason Arnett and old as heck Radic Bonk and Dan Ellis. Daniel Ellis was a starting goaltender at one point in the National Hockey League, Alex. And Barry Trotz's systems, his structured defensive structure, was able to win hockey games. He got a better goaltender coming in Pecorine. They have that run in twenty twelve. I man. If they beat Arizona, I think they beat Los Angeles. Listen, I'm not against Los Angeles, but I'm just saying if certain teams won certain series, Los Angeles would never won a Stanley Cup. Sorry. Saying it, and I'll say it, Alex. But the way he was able to take teams, and listen, 
This is a team, this is a franchise that traded away Martin Erat because they thought he was a great player and they wanted, and, well, Washington thought Martin Erat was a great player. They got Philip Forsberg. He didn't really flourish until after Barry Trotz went to Washington. But he was able to take mediocre teams and turn them into better teams. Let's put it this way. 2017 Nashville Predators, the team that made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, Alex, with Peter Laviolette behind the bench, P.K. Subban just firing rockets from the point. No shade, Weber, they didn't need him. Philip Forsberg, Victor Arvidsson, Mike Fisher, who is, you know, dating that one chick, or married to that one chick. <laughs> that team was so good, they made it there. Barry Trotz's team would have won it. If Barry Trotz is behind the bench, I think that team wins it. They were, they were that talented enough and a perfect structure defensively. He would, he would probably be able to rein in P.K. Subban and Pecorino was Pecorino in that series. There were a couple games he had could have had better games, but they still had a chance to win that series. I think they would have won. The 2017 Capitals, had they not ran into the Pittsburgh Penguins, with Barry Trotz behind the bench, President's Trophy winning Barry Trotz and the Washington Capitals, would have won the Stanley Cup that year. Had they. Mm, but you still had so much talent. In comparison, because to here's the team. thing, because that was only oh gosh, Alex, can you quick look up when Barry Trotz was hired by Washington? Sure. Because that team was incredible enough to play so well during the season, and then just in the playoffs, yes, they looked a little, they looked a little interesting against the Leafs, but then again, I don't think they took the Leafs seriously in that first series, and they just ran into Pittsburgh, who used to be their just their app. Just hit Wikipedia; it should be okay. Yeah, no, I just said Wikipedia as a source. Leave me alone, guys. It's just for Wikipedia the quick. Wikipedia is a good source. Shush. I, I love the way he coaches. And look at now. So he wins the cup because he was able to really rein in all of the capitals. 2014, right? Yep. 2014. Okay. So 2015, they lost to. Who did they lose to? Um, does, it, does it say with his records who they lost to in the playoffs? I don't know. I, no. I mean, I could look it up. Yeah. There we go. You, you, here, you, well, well, you keep the, talking, who, I'll look it. Who, you no, keep I, talking, no, I'll I want, look it. No, I want to know who they lost to. They lost to Pittsburgh in... They lost to the Rangers in 15. In 2014-2015, they lost in the second round to the New York Rangers. And they lost the next two years to Pittsburgh in the second round because yes, and then they won. Sidney Crosby and the Pens like, we know how to do this. And then they finally beat them in 2018. They win the Cup. I don't know if the 15-16 Capitals could have done it. I think Barry Trotz is still trying to figure things out. But what he's been able to do with the New York Islanders, he really just stepped in and said, all right, you guys suck. Robin Leonard, all right, we can make this work. Thomas Grice, eh, okay, just sit off to the side. We'll play you when we need you. All right, Johnny Boychuk, you're old. We can get something out of you. Who's this Adam Pellick? You know what? Sure, you play on the right side. Ryan Paul, Paul, is it Pulak or Pollock? I know a Pollock, but you're a Pollock. Ryan Pollock. Sure. You know what? You play on the right side. Here's what we're going to do, boys. Barzell, yeah, you go ahead and score. All right. Uh, Andersley, come here. You're the captain of this team. Here's what we're going to do. John Tavares is gone. That's fine. Here's what we're going to do, though. We're going to take this team and turn defensive juggernaut. No offense. We don't need to score goals. We just need to make sure we keep pucks out of that with the goaltender, and you guys play good defense. All right? Let's go do it. That's what he's been able to do. This team has bought into his system. And yes, did they run into a, <coughs> excuse me, COVID? Did they run into a really good Carolina team last year in the playoffs? Yes, they did. They get beat up by them. Absolutely, the Carolina team was feeling pretty good. This year, look how they do. They play in the round robin, beat just manhandle Florida, which, by the way, is you know coached by Joel Quinville. Excuse me. <coughs> you good, bud? 
Got a hair in my throat. Yeah, got, I, got, I got a hairball. But, listen. They were able to move on. They go into their first-round series and pretty much just kind of control the game the way everything went. I, 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 don't, I don't see this team as a problem. It's weird. I mean, because they, excuse me, they beat Washington. Barry Trotz beat his own team because Barry Trotz knew how to beat him. Now look how he's doing against Philadelphia. Jakub Voracek, does he have a goal? I don't think he has a goal in this series. That the top guns for Philadelphia are quiet, but but, but the, the question, Ty. Hold on, I'm getting to the point. Got, we got, this we, is this has been about got, hey six minutes. We got plenty of time. We still got two more series to go. We still have well over an hour left in this program uh, on the Keel Show here on Twelve On Sports. Sure, he has been able to make this team win games with which. I, and I remember I told Harrison when I was talking to him, washed up Sammy Varlamov, old as dirt defense. And let's be honest, on any other team with any other coach, scratches? I don't know if Brock Nelson could be a top guy on another team. I don't think Anders Lee's a captain on any other team. I don't think he's anything more than a fourth liner. Is Matt Martin even in the lineup? Is Leo Komarov playing down in any minor league team? Well, Maybe. no, I, because, I mean, they Komarov well, and Martin came from teams where they were they perennial were, healthy scratches. Not, or they're like, well, not Komarov. <laughs> Uh, Martin was at the end in Toronto. Yes, I do agree with you there. But what I'm saying is he's been able to use pieces that are maybe considered over the hill everywhere else and using them and using them effectively to the point where they're winning hockey games. And he's been able to do that his entire career. And I remember we were talking about this. We looked at guys like Joel Quinville. Quinville, who's won three cups, Alex. Look at those teams, though. Alex, you could have been the coach for the Hawks. I could have been the goaltender. No. And they still would have won. No. Yeah. No. Yep. No. Yep. Yeah. No. Alex, how many? Ty, because here's the thing. Yes, they had star power, but they also had to have strategy. They did. Coaching. But, it was, coaching, but it's easier to coaching, have good teams. It's coaching, easier to have good teams. Three things that can win a cup. Coaching, purely. Goaltending, purely. Or star power, purely. If you have all three, then you're going to win. Yeah. They had all three. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Anthony Niami won a Stanley Cup, Alex. Corey Crawford, in 2015, was Corey Crawford's year. 2013, not so much. 2015, Corey Crawford, I'll give him that. 2013, though, yet. Look at a guy like... They had all three. Team Canada head coach, Alex. Team Canada head coach. Who cares? Mike Babcock. Who cares? He won one cup. How many series did he win after Nick Lidstrom retired? Uh, Zero. One. 2013. Oh, series? Oh, series. Yeah, he won once, and won. then they lost in the first round to Tampa and Boston. Tampa, Boston, lost in 2013 to Chicago, lost well, obviously with the Leafs in the last three seasons. I forget if there was another coach we were trying to talk about. Obviously, Claude Julian, he's a decent coach, but he's never been able, to, since 2011, to win the big one. Yeah, that's funny because he's my pick. Claude Julian? He's the best coach since Scotty Bowman. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Alex, you're wrong. Tyler, okay. okay. Explain to me why. Why? Because he won eight cups. Success, Ty. Depth in the playoffs. 2012, Alex, lost in the first round. 2013, they made it to the Boston finals. Bruins, 2008, lost in the conference quarterfinals. 2000, or excuse me, 2000, that was 2007. 2008, conference semifinals. 2009, conference semifinals. 2010, Stanley Cup. 2011. No, 20, no, 20 you're reading it wrong. 2010 and 11. Yeah, you, didn't, you said 2010. 
That's what I said. You didn't, was, say, you didn't say the you season didn't. starts in 2010. It's the 2010. Talk about the season. 2011 playoffs. Fine. The, the, 20, 20, the 2011 playoffs won the cup. Then they lost in the Stanley Cup Finals in 2013. Lost in the second round, 2014. So, but other than that, he had a solid five-year run where he was very successful. Or he was in the playoffs, yes, but with a good Boston team, a team that was still competitive. That doesn't necessarily mean that they he was. The a, Bruins were still competitive in the past few years. But look yet. at the teams Barry Trotz has coached. Name me another player, Alex, besides the name of the. National Predators of those 2000s that were not. If he's Shea such a Weber, good coach, Ryan ha- why hasn't he won a Jack Adams award? He has. When? Uh, 27, 20, 2017 or 2018. Barry, look it up. No, he won it last year. Did he? I believe so. Barry Trotz. Just look up Barry Trotz. I, go back. Shush. <laughs> I can do my own freaking research. I'm trying shut to help. Mouth. I'm trying to help you. Trying no, to prove you wrong, mouth. Alex. Claude Julian's never won. And Jack Adams. Barry Trotz, I believe he's a candidate once again. Claude Julian has won a Jack Adams. When? 2009. Yeah. Really? Yes. Claude Julian, uh, 2009 Jack Adams Award. Barry Trotz, let's see. Hmm. Awards. Let's go personal life, internet, blah, 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 blah. blah. Let's just, how how about we go here because this was an an entire list. Um, Barry Trotz, no awards in the past 20 years. When was this article posted, Alex? This was posted... 2012, 2012. Alex. So, uh, well, you know what? Let's Jack see. Adams Award winners. We're going to do this. Here we go. Barry Trotz last year. Yep. And okay, great. Last year. Ba- cool. Oh, and 2016. Sorry, I forgot 2016 with the Capitals. Okay, fine. He's good. I don't <laughs> care. I just don't... I don't like him because he's not on my team. I don't care. Fine. You're right, Alex. Fine. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm wrong. No, screw you. I don't care. Uh, Whatever. I still think Torch is going to win the Jack Adams this year, though. I Honestly, I don't care. I know you don't care. I do. Though. You want to know why I don't care? Why don't you care, Alex? Because the season doesn't care. The season doesn't matter. The season isn't valid. It's in, It doesn't matter anymore. Torch is going to... Well, the regular they, season wasn't a regular season. It was a season. It was a irregular season. It was an irregular season, Alex. Oh my gosh, you—that's smart. That's that's a good move. In the playoffs, no fans. So players like Kubalik, they're playing good right now. But if you had a true playoff crowd, that was a great. That was a great he, first game. I don't game think he would have played. I don't think he would have played well. Oh, if I say played, I'm like, dude, he scored 31 goals. He was gonna play. Well, no, he was gonna play. I don't think he would have played well, well in okay. the playoffs. Let's be honest. After game one against Edmonton, he was pretty quiet. But regardless, Barry Trotz, yes, I agree with Mr. Harrison. Well, he asked me, asked me the question. I confirm it. Barry Trotz, best coach since Scotty Bowman. Torch has been good, but Torch has not been great. He couldn't get Vancouver to win. I think that's my telltale sign between the two, is that Torch was able to I win. I still don't like Barry Trotz. I know. Eggman. <laughs> Eggman, that's your thing? That's his nickname. Eggman? Yeah. Eggman. I, th- I think that's a pretty good name, Alex. I agree with you there. By the way, still 0-0 between Tampa and Boston. Oh, here we 9-0-8 go. 9-0-8 left in the first period. Shots are 4-3 in fa- or 5-4 in favor of the Bruins. We'll be back after this. Eggman. Eggman? Eggman. Big Bear.
And we are back here on The Keel Show, here on 12 Ounce Sports. Hashtag TKS at The Keel Show to get involved in the conversation. TKS. If you are in the chat or you are watching us live, make sure to leave us a comment. Leave us something. We need some questions. We want to talk to you people. Get you involved in the show. What get are involved you doing? What, what, is, what is this thing? What is this is this is for all the fans that are watching. So it, it makes people that listen to the podcast. It gives them an extra the fish, additive yeah. to get in, know, the, get in that chat, live. man. Get in that chat. Ooh, fist bump in. Ooh, yeah. Is, is that what is that what you're is that what you're trying to do there? Get Alex? your Jersey Shore wannabe looking. You know what out of here. Get in the chat. Get wild. Go crazy. Hashtag TKS. Ooh, yeah. Is that how it goes? Sure. <sighs> you're the one that got all going. Actually, by the way, I do have some some stuff that we can talk about after the two series that if, we're going to get if, in the West. If we have time. If we have time. Still 0-0 right now between Tampa and Boston. We do have an hour left in the show, but we are going to move on to the Western Conference playoffs. The Vegas Golden Knights and Vancouver Canucks. The Knights are leading the series 3-1. to one. Hey! Uh, the Canucks won game 2-5-2. to two. The Knights winning games 3-4. and four. The score being 3-0 and 5-3, respectively, with Game 5 being tomorrow night, 9.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.45 uh, Mountain Time. That being said, I said that the best goalie in the playoffs was Robin Leonard at this point. Well, purely on the basis that now he has two uh, shutouts this playoffs, is that correct? I think so. Let me check if there's future Toronto Maple Leaf, Robin Leonard. Oh dear gosh. Can we save that for October? Let's see. Who else has I'm for those of you that are listening to this show or you're not watching live, I'm decked out in Seattle Kraken stuff. So I'm past this season already. You're you're ready for twenty you're right. No, you're I'm not ready for twenty twenty two. You're not even past this season. You're past next season. Ready for twenty twenty one for that expansion draft. By the way, six goaltenders have two shutouts. Cam Talbot, Carrie Price, Jonas Corpusalo, Carter Hart, Semyon Varlamov, and one Robin H. Leonard. And how many of those goalies are still left in the playoffs? Carter Hart, Semi Varlamov, and Robin Leonard. Three of them. Three guys, and Robin Leonard is the only one that's going to make it. Did I ever give an honest Stanley answer? Cup I still don't know if I gave an honest answer. Pick to, one, then. To the question of the best goaltender. Pick well, one, because there's only one right answer. <sighs> Be honest with yourself. Come on. Name a goalie that... At least if Vasilevsky wins, at least in this if round, if the Lightning win tonight, Vasilevsky. I think Vasilevsky right now has been—he's looking up to par. He's actually looking like a possible Vesna candidate now. Yes, I know the Vesna. Is that because he's Vegas is, has a tandem and Tampa doesn't? No, I is just, that why? I think Robin structurally, I think defensively, the the excuse me, the Knights are better than. Tampa Bay. Because look how many shots some games Leonard was getting. Not just against Chicago. I mean, but the, in other, series the well. other game he had over 2,000 shots against him. No, that was no, that was Markstrom had 2,000 shots against him. Oh, that's right. My apologies. That was the most egregious typo ever. All right, 29 and 30. No, you got to press. Do they actually have to type in the number? That means they have to type in the number because someone clearly just went click 30 yeah, and no, 2,930 shots. Markstrom's having himself. That save percentage is .998 all of a sudden. I'm sure that there's a ticker that they have oh, to press. Oh, Kucherov has been decked. He is down. Char, oh boy. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, look, Char hurt another player. Who is Russian? 
Yay! <laughs> Chara, apparently Slovakia and Russia just don't like each other. I missed the play. All of a sudden, I saw uh, Kutra was up. Former Soviet over. states go getting back at their hockey players. No kidding. Jeesh. I know that Czechoslovakia <laughs> was not as good as Soviets, but dang. Kucherov is skating off. Wait, He's checking his Czechoslovakia face. or the Czech Republic? No, because back in those days, it was Czechoslovakia. Well, yes, it was. But I'm saying the Slovaks, Czechoslovaks, were not as good as the Soviets. Well, neither the Czech Republic or the, the Czechs in well, comparison to the Russians. You're right, Alex. They should go back together. Russians like, are just better at They should be the Czechoslovakia again just so they could play together. I, you know, I mean, or they could just be the USSR. Why not? Why not just take another? That's step? why I think Team Europe should have had Czech Republic. Czech Republic should not have been by themselves in the World Cup of Hockey. I know it's a take two year, four years too late, Alex, but I'm just saying because the Czechs I'm, just got trounced in the tournament. Trounced, beaten. They were trudging home. Is that a word? Trounced. trounced? Yeah, trounced is a word. Uh, in terms of best goaltender, I'm gonna say Vasilevsky just to get the conversation going through that. Vegas and Vancouver, after game two, by the way, Tyler Toffoli, three points in that game. I thought... Defeat man, heavily in a contest. Okay. Yeah, they got trounced. Okay. I think they went to overtime in one game, though. I forget which game it was. But anyways, regardless, now to the present. I thought Vancouver, after game two, I'm like, oh my gosh, this may be a series. And then game three happened, and Leonard was like, psych! Let me just take it from here. I Listen, Alex Tuck with another great goal. Great he feed by... Great feed by Watt. Tucked it. Here's my problem with that. That's got to be a t-shirt. Tucked it? Yeah. Listen, Vegas Golden Knights. I know you guys don't have the Twitter guy anymore, but hello, marketing. Well, he's actually, he's marketing. Hi, how are you? Lovely to see you. My name's Alex, and I can do your marketing for you. My gum is trying to escape my mouth, but it's okay. It's skating so hard <laughs> that I'm trying, I'm Boston now. What, do you high stick him? Oh, I just saw, what, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let's Wait. explain and play what happened here. I'm, okay. Now Hold on. I'm confused. I got, Can I got, you go back? I, I, well, so a four-minute penalty for Chara. So Chara accidentally high-sticked Kucherov. And, then Kucherov. and then while Chara was looking over at Kucherov, he got in the way of a shot. It's a double minor for oh, Chara. Oh, wait. Did he just get did – he, did he get beanbagged? No, he got hit in the leg. And now they're looking at Kucherov. He's like, what's wrong with Kucherov? He's like, he's bleeding all over the place, Cooper. Cooper's like, what do you mean he can't play? I like so I you missed it, Alex. I'll have to try to let's see if I can pull it up again here on the. On the well, table. it's only ha- it only happened thirty seconds ago, so you know it's gonna be right. Oh, here there. we go. Oh, yeah, it's right here. Thank you, dude. Here's your replay. So he high sticks in there. He goes down. And Chara blocks. <laughs> Wait, Chara falls. Makes. I shouldn't laugh that hard, should I? What? Down like he was shot. <laughs> Get up! Come on, Edwards. Where are you at now, huh? Where? Oh man, Chara shouldn't be high sticking guys. Maybe Karma's come back to him. That that just the way he fell was so funny. Oh, my goodness. I can't laugh that much, can I? Sure you can. Oh, man. Here's your replay. At the replay guy, he was he's a great guy. Uh, the way he... Okay, here it is. Here it is in slow-mo. He high-sticks me. Oh, wow! He tomahawked... Well, he didn't tomahawk. <laughs> the way Charles falls. Oh, man. It's just so funny. <laughs> you know, he's looking... He's like, oh, man... <laughs> Oh, I'm like, no, it's so because the high six awful. That's got to be. Like, oh, I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait for Please. It, wait for it. Uh, oh, good, <laughs> <my> dude. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
Come on, folks. <laughs> you need to watch the replay. Oh, please go to here's your replay at the yeah. replay guy on Twitter. At the replay guy. Shout out. <laughs> okay, Char just. I think Char meant to lift his stick and hook him, but he just talked him. Hey, Karma came back in the form of a ninety mile an hour slap shot. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're gonna ask the question whew, the same say, question in a different way. Uh, yeah, you take that one. Uh, we're gonna ask the same question for a different thing. Earlier we talked about E. Can we get a spelling on <laughs> 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 we laughed at this hard brain drain, but that was funny. <sighs> God, it's it's like that moment when oh. you land straight flat on your back and you just have oh. air knocked out of you just <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Uh, uh, There's nothing better than a seven foot Russian just getting put and taken down to size. Oh man! Um, but no. So getting back to the series, I mean, you, you, the one thing that I've really enjoyed about watching this series <laughs> is the fact the that yeah, you, you just you just calm down here. It's too funny. Here, All right, no, back, mic no, back, I did. I'm, um, good, I'm good. But no, there we go. Okay. Um, the one thing that I've really liked about Vegas is one, the fact that they've been able to use both their goalies in winning games. And I th- honestly, I think they have the, the, currently the best uh, goalie tandem in the playoffs, even which is easy to say because there's only four teams that are left, or excuse me, eight teams that are left. Um, but I think they've been really good at is shutting down the young guns for Vancouver, especially uh, Jack Hughes. When, when you're taking... Quinn, Quinn Hughes. Excuse me, sorry, Quinn Hughes. See... Then there are there may be another Hughes on the way. There's one I think that's just going into the USHL. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. These hockey families need to stop. It was confusing with the stalls, and then one started the sucking. What about our older fans, Alex? The Sutters. There were six of them at one time, Alex. The Suiters. The Sutters. No, no, the, the Sutters. Suiters. No, not Bob and Gary. I'm talking the Sutters. Rich Daryl. Uh, there was Rich Daryl. I can't remember all of them. There were six of them in the league at one time. The Sutters. Daryl Sutter, you know, the coach of the Kings that won the Cups? Yeah. His five other brothers and him all played in the same darn time. Okay. I forget their names. Was Terry Sutter one of them? There's probably a hundred of them. Anyways, there were six suitors. Sutters. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's why I said suitors. There are two suitors. There's Gary I, and Bob. Yeah, that's why I said they had, And then Gary had Ryan. Right. Bob was his uncle. Yeah, that's why Bob, I said suitors. your uncle. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> As... <laughs> Sorry, I retweeted stop it. Stop looking at it. <laughs> I retweeted it. It won't stop showing up on my feed or on the show's feed. My feed shows. Anywho, feed. that Hughes guy and the the rest of their younger core players, they've just been just shut down by the Knights. And like like Tyler, you mentioned this. Except Bo Horvat. <clears throat> okay, one exception. Captain Bo. And but apparently to Foley. That, that being said, Vegas has had a very solid showing from their defense. Um, top four really pushing and just taking in a lot of work, eating up minutes, and then obviously having, you know, that last line of defense when you need to with Leonard and Flower. Good old Fleury. Now regardless of regardless of whatever controversy and you know agents saying stupid stuff and then having to be told by their athletes, hey, take that down. Thank you very much. Sorry about that. Shink. And then having to, you know, pull out a 5-3 win for your team. This, I I like the Vegas Knights' chances right now. Well, and then that being said, I like their chances because 
I'm just going to say it. I, they're going to win the series. They're going to win. We picked them, Alex. They have to win the series. Now we're not getting any help from any of our other series. Well, right, but I'm saying for tomorrow night, they're going to win. They're going to win their series tomorrow night. They're going to finish the series in five, and they're going to take on probably Dallas, and I would definitely favor Vegas over Dallas. So, because, I mean, we said that, or at least you said for, oh, my goodness, is the this expansion team, is it a fluke? The, were they good for one year, and now they're bad? Well, they should have the won. The cap situation is too astronomical Well, yeah. for the Vegas Knights to come back and be competitive. Well, now, <laughs> well, now yes. Going to the future, yes. Mark Stone, don't forget, signed for another now. six years. But 2019, they, sh- they should have won last year. They should have gone all the way last year. They should have, but now. But the refs, you know, they just decided, ah, we suck at our jobs, especially but in the playoffs. now, they are hot. They are winning games left and right. And also, too, I just think when you're the Canucks and you've gotten this far, Good on you. You did. You, you, you did this, better than people thought you were supposed to do. Well, they were supposed to beat Minnesota. They were supposed to beat Minnesota, yes. But they but were not were supposed they to beat... Su- well, were they supposed to get this far in the playoffs? At, the, I, begin, at the beginning of I this... I picked Vancouver to beat. We, we both did. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, at the beginning of this season, this team was not suspected to do a whole lot. Nope. Correct? Nope. That being said... They were a feel-good story. They, they did, have but. surprised us. They have they've been the... What, if not the one of the pleasant surprises of this entire season, specifically in the playoffs, of just doing well and having their core of younger guys just stepping up, kind of like how last year with Carolina, how they had, you know, those few players stepping up and being able to do, you know, what they've been able to do. It's just, it's been nice. But now the day of reckoning has come, and the team in Vegas is better than the team in Vancouver. You are the lesser of the two V's. I am sorry. Go home, bring back that alternate where it's the maroon jersey with the big old V that's no, Vancouver. No, I skate like that jersey. Skate blade, Kirk McLean, black sweaters. No. Bring I don't the white like ones back I too. don't like what well, okay. The skate blade. Yeah. It's okay. What which one's better? The Vancouver Millionaires or the Mark Messier ones? I have to say Mark Messier, because that was, I think, was that the first or second year they changed the logo? They you mean the Bertuzzi ones? Those two, sure. Bertuzzi, Sedin ones, I guess we could say. The early Sedin ones. The dark blue with the maroonish, silverish stripes. False. The Vancouver logo where it's actually like the Canuck. And he's just skating away. You mean the alternative logo? Oh, the, the lumberjack or whatever? Yeah. Dude. No, the was, Canuck. Because Canuck is a slur. The, the best, no, the, that was the best thing about doing all the K-Wings games last year. They literally just took the Vancouver intro, like Brock Besser and Pedersen, whatever, and just threw a couple of K Wings guys fighting like in the middle of it. It was it was kind of funny. I mean, do what you got with what you got, man. Hey man, I can tell you right now, you definitely tell the difference between ECHL, Kalamazoo, and Grand Rapids, which is a feature presentation. Well, Grand Rapids is just a phenomenal show. They oh, have wait, hold on, what? Phenomenal. And ah. yes, you would have guessed it. Why? Because they're an amazing organization and, and we- anyone that's able to work there should be blessed. And also you were talking, so that word was gonna definitely going to come out of your mouth at least at least well, yes. five times in the show. I mean, I, I am talking. That should be a game. If we ever become a drinking game, or at least big enough to have a drinking game, it's the word phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, another thing could be whenever we go off topic. Well, that's... No, Alex. People, will, people won't be able to go to work tomorrow. Well, that's the whole point. Well, that's true. Tuesday is just going to be a bad day. That should be a bad day. 
Then you have Wednesday and Thursday to recover. Friday night, you're partying. Saturday, you're still kind of partying. Sunday, you have brunch with your see, mother. See, Thursday, we could do the the going off topic. Well, actually, no, I can't because I only have an hour and I have to stay no, on No, that's topic. just you by yourself. Like I said, I, if, that'd be a very quiet one because I'd be just going through the entire show. Entire. Now, let me tell you something, guys. It's my favorite quote from you while you're doing your show by yourself. You say that all the time. Let me tell you something. It's not even let me tell you something. It's like, guys, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, guys. Is that really my thing? Yeah, it is. Oh, man. So, I thought guys, I, I know I say but I know I say but after a pause. I'll like, oh, she quiet that. But you do, do that. You do say that a lot. I do do that. I do do that. <laughs> you said do do. I said do do. But listen, going back to Vegas, Vancouver here before Alex tries to find more little nuances that I say during my own shows. Vegas's defense is a lot better. I, the five on three kill they had in that game three, huge turning point. Because let's be honest, if Vancouver scores once, it was a different game at that point. Mark Stone scored a power play goal late in the game to make it a three nothing game. But at that point, Vegas had such a great Vegas. Vancouver had such a great opportunity. Huge turning point. You say that one a lot, and it's the way you say it too. Huge turning point. I'd you say, say that, that a lot. lot. You oh. say it a lot. But. There it is. Big change. I, I like to think that if Vancouver gets a goal there, it's a different hockey game. That said, I do say that a lot. The game four, it, w- it was such a weird game because you just thought that, man, maybe Vancouver could win this game because Petra and Peterson score, Pedersen score, excuse me, they trade goals, power play goals are in the period. I'm like, it's 1-1. One, one. I'm like, okay, here we go. Chandler Steven adds another before the end of the period. I'm like, okay, it's 2-1. It's it's not over yet. And then you have Bo Horvat, which I believe scoring his playoff leading, which one is it? Let me quick look it up here. Ninth goal leading Dennis Guriano, which we'll get to in a second. Nine goals for Captain Bo. Tyler Toffoli, who has now had two goals in three games. That's I believe he's got six points in as many games, if I'm not mistaken. But, I mean, he's been good because don't forget, before game two, Alex, he hadn't played since game one of the Minnesota series. That's how long he'd been out of the lineup for the Vancouver Canucks. Since I look over his numbers, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? I'm trying to look over his overall numbers. Toffoli now four points in four games, four playoff games, which obviously he's played in three of them in the last three, excuse me. And it's 3-2 going into the third period. And let me tell you, I was like, all right, Vancouver's got to lock it down. Let Markstrom play well, and it'll be all good. And then all of a sudden, Nate Schmidt, Patrick, Carlson, bang, bang, bang. And I was talking to Harrison today, part of my conversation with him. We are talking about some bad goals. Front of the show, Harrison. Walk. And Flurry's goal, Pedersen's goal against Flurry, you know, is that a bad goal? Well, Pedersen with a great shot around a screen. Flurry couldn't get a clean read at it. Nate Schmidt's blast, no, it was, Nate Schmidt, it was Pacioretty's second goal in the third period. I'm like, oh, man, that went right through Markstrom. How can he not have it? Well, let's look at it this way. Play's coming down on a rush here, guys. And let me just get, let me just give you something here. When you're a defenseman, you want to help out your goaltender best you can, right, Alex? Sure. Any sport, lacrosse, soccer, or excuse me, football. I mean, most people want to help their goaltender. Always want to help their goaltender. So when you're coming back on a back check as a defenseman, you should just try to block the pass, and if there's a shot, either get in the way of it, try to make sure it doesn't get the shot away, or let your goaltender block it. Not do what Chris Tanner does and stand up and put his derriere right in front of Markstrom's face so he can't see it. How in the world? They can't see me now. How in the world can you stop as a goaltender if you can't see it? All right. 
let's get a good look here of what Markstrom is seeing on that goal by Pacioretty. He is looking, and what just fell? Oh, that's the other phone. Yeah, he can't see anything. I can't see the camera. Can you see anything? Can you uh, see? Anything? I mean, I can. I can see your forehead. You kinda, can see my forehead. Okay, a little bit. That's all Markstrom could see. If you are the puck, the viewers at home, that's exactly what we've seen. He saw nothing. That goal right there was the dagger. I mean, Carlson's goal. Wild Bill finally scoring a goal that really ended up being, you know, just a dagger in the heart. I will say this though, Alex. Despite three goals, I thought Flurry played well. He made 11 saves in the third period. Made 28 saves in only his second start of these playoffs. I, I think he looked really good. I think he looked solid. He wasn't magnificent, but then again, on a back-to-back, he doesn't need to be. He just needs to win the game at hand. Yes, Alex. But, you know, not bad. I don't think it's going to be like a job saver. By the way, uh, nope, it's going to, is that the end of the period? Yep, uh, end of the first period. skating really slow off the ice. Well, so. sometimes it skates slowed for a TV timeout. 0-0 zero, zero at the end of the first period between Tampa and Boston, if you are kind of watching us and wanting to follow along. I fun fact apparently the Bruins have a a weird thing where they don't like uh going into the locker room without the goalie first. I just saw that. Fun fact. I I mean I can only go superstitious. I, I don't care if I don't go off first. Are you superstitious or a little stitious? I'm superstitious. But I mean you're going to go with Leonard the rest of the way. Flurry's only going to fill in when you need to. Uh, yeah, I do think Vancouver oh, gosh, Leonard's man. just hot. Here's the thing, though. I don't know if Van- I, Vancouver is good enough to win another hockey game. I don't think that's in anyone's question. I don't think anyone's questioning that, Alex. I don't think. I, it, I don't think it's the question of whether or not they're good enough to win a hockey game. It's just a matter of will they. I I do agree with you there, and I th- I think that's I think that's the huge thing that you have to take into consideration is that yes, this this Vancouver team is a solid team and they've proven themselves to be worthy of being a playoff competitor, or at least for this season. We'll have to see how next season goes. But as of right now, they're in the top eight with a very slim possibility of becoming in the top four. I just don't think that they will. I don't think they'll come back. I think they, you know what, you know what you, they may win a game, but it's the, it's that same, this is the same thing with the Philadelphia series. Yes. They may win a game, but that being said, they're not going to win the series. I will be previewing game six on Thursday night between the, well, would game six be on Thursday? They wouldn't play another back-to-back in this series. No. Because no. I know there's going to be travel days for the conference finals because the East obviously There's has only to go eight across. teams left. They're not doing back-to-backs. Well, not anymore. I, not in the conference finals, I don't believe they will, depending on how long it takes to travel and whatnot. So, yes, Vancouver wins tomorrow night. Game six, we'll have two game sixes. We'll have Philly taking on the Islanders and the Canucks taking on the Knights. So you think that the Canucks will pull one out? I believe so. I, they're good enough to do so. Markstrom's been good enough to do so. Yes, he's allowed a couple of squeakers in this series, but let's be honest, the Vegas Golden Knights have outchanced the Canucks. And I, almost every game in these playoffs, except for maybe two in the Minnesota series, the Vancouver Canucks have been outshot. That's pretty much been the story of these playoffs for them, and that's why Markstrom... I, let me tell you, he's a guy that's going to get paid. I don't have my catfriendly.com right in front of me right now, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be looking at free agency up here, and he's going to make some coin, no matter flat cap or not. He's, been, he's showing why he can be a number one goaltender in this league. Game I, 5 tomorrow is at 9.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.45 Mountain Time. 
Tyler says he's, they're going to go to six games. I say not so fast there, Mr. Zulu. Next series that we will be talking about. Pretty much that's the only series we're going to be right on in this, in this round. Probably. Most likely. Bring it on. Colorado-Dallas. Dallas is leading the series. Hey! One, because why? We said at the beginning of the episode. Avalanche oh, the series are. Are want, Awful. Eh? Let me tell you right now. So before you get into it, go to before, game, before, before you get into it, say the game two. Hold score. on, hold on, hold on. Before you get into it, Dallas, like I said, they're leading three to one. The Stars won game two, five to two. Avalanche won the game three, six to four. Uh, Stars winning game four, five to four. So pretty high scoring games, I would say. Um, the Avalanche blew the two zero lead in game two. Um, Avalanche went up three to one, which you're probably going to talk about and get into a whole thing about. No, not that one. I'm talking about, I was going to mention game two here, Alex. Well, hold, well, well let me, let, okay, fine. let's go. go we can go, we can go, go game. We got time. Go we can go game by game. Fine. <laughs> fine, Alex. It's a four letter word. Starts with F. You're right. Anyway, so is, no, so is fool. But listen, we're Did at, you? so Kelly and I were out with some friends on, Monday night. You have friends? Tuesday night. Was it, no, it was, after, it was Monday night because that was the game because I did the show with Thomas and Harrison and then we went out to eat. I end up, we're sitting there like, we're making sure we can watch the game and we're outside. We're on the, it's called Viewpoint Ballpark. We're literally in line with the top of Coors Field. That's how high up we were on the roof here in Denver. It was, it's a, by the way, Coors Field on the outside. I haven't been inside it myself. Beautiful ballpark. This would be the part of the show where you drink. <laughs> we're just going off topic. Yes. Well, now I'm getting back to the game here. Colorado starts well. McKinnon, goal. There you go. They get up. They're up 2 nothing. Things are looking good for Colorado. I'm like, hey, maybe we're bringing some hometown spirit for the Avalanche here watching the game. And I blink. Stars have a five on three. Joe Pavelski, seventh goal of the playoffs. Radic Faxa scores on the power play. It's 2-2. Then Radulov scores his fifth. Lindell scores. Alexiak with an empty netter. Hugh Dobin stands on his head, and I'm like, what just happened here? It was two. I'm like, I'm like, wasn't this? I literally looked over. I'm like, guys, wasn't this two nothing? They're like, yeah, it's three two. Well, I bet it was. It was ridiculous. Game three. I know those games between Columbus and Toronto were wild. Games three and four. Both teams blow three nothing leads. Great comebacks. Overtime winners. Blah blah blah. Well, this game, if you're a Colorado Avalanche fan, was. Just about as dumb. Ads go up 3-1. Zadorov, Burakovsky scoring, Landeskog coming in the goal. And then all of a sudden, the Stars like, all right, let's get some goals run. They score three on their own. They take a 4-1, 4-3 lead. And then the Avs come back with goals from Rantanen, Kadri, and Pierre-Edward Belmer. Big hit by Miko or Miko Rantanen on Miko Heiskin, Miro, Miro Heiskinen, leading the empty net goal. Kadri, seventh goal of the playoffs. This is what happens when Kadri plays in the playoffs, Alex. He's pretty good. This is what happens when Kadri plays for a good team. He was on a good team, but he just didn't was get a he? red miss. Was he? Well, I don't know now. But McCarr had three assists in the game. McKinnon had a pair of assists. Rand and Kadri each had two points. Pavel Fransos getting the win, his first Francis. playoff. Fransos. Third, it's Fransos. I'm still saying Fransos. I know. Fransuzzi does sound better. Fransuzzi. Not Fransuzzi. Fransuz. Susie, I'm home. There's another drink. 33 saves for Fransos in that game. Like, all right, 2-1. And I remember it. It's funny. I was was in Denver. Hold on, we're in Denver. I, I 
This has to do with the game. This has... Alex, we have half an hour. I'll hold on to this. Kill Quest. Kill Quest. No, and Second String Leather Company. Any more sponsors on the bottle? Camelback. (laughs) Camelback. If we get sponsored by Camelback, let me tell you, we're in the wrong industry. I'm in Denver. It's Wednesday, and there is a... For some reason, I turn on... I, I flip it over to a sports radio show. Kelly was doing something. I'm in the car waiting for her. And... I think it's, it was called the Ronnie K show. I looked it up. The guy is like, you know, Texas, you know, what are your thoughts? He, I was just finishing up a point about the avalanche. So I jumped on my phone and it was like two minutes before he went off the air. And I just texted him. I said, Hey, Tyler from out of town, blah, 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 blah. Avalanche can, they can come back in this series, but they need to win tonight. They have played, they played against a weaker team in Arizona and playing against a more structured team like Dallas. They've getting, they've been getting their teeth kicked in. And, he, and it, the text went through. He ended up reading on the air, and he pretty much agreed with me. Now, was his analysis as good as mine? Probably not. Regardless, listen, I can't just jump That's on. A biased opinion. I just Continue. can't just jump on Denver radio and get put the guy out of a job. I won't do that. It's tough times right now, this economy. Anyways, so they win. They win 6-4. It was not a clean win. So I'm like, all right, they got momentum going. They just need to play well in game four. Psych! Game one, reverse all over again, it seemed like, for the Dallas Stars. They go up 3 nothing. John Klingberg, guard, good, hardworking goal. Radic Faxa and Jamie Benn, both power play goals, separate power plays this time. And well, that's kind of how that works. Well, you the fu- can't get two power play goals on the same. Well, power I'm talking play. about regarding the Pavelski Faxa goals in Game Two on the five on three. That's what I mean. Like they had separate power plays for that one. Mira Heiskanen, though, on Faxa's goal, his 16th point, setting the Dallas Stars franchise record for points by a defenseman in the single playoff. You know. World Hockey Report, Alex, tweeted out, well, it'd be great to know if Heis- what a high skin would be like if he were in a real, a traditional hockey market. He'd make about $20 million. Hmm. Okay, maybe not that much. That's a little bit of a stretch, no. but he'd make more than Petrangelo would. Heiskanen? He'd make double digits. I'd pay him double digits. No. If I had cap room, but I'm not, you know, Kyle Dubas. Four million. AAB. Four. Four million signing bonus, maybe. Four million. This is why. You, you, and then you throw a bonus after that. You wouldn't get high skinning for four million dollars. Yeah, I would. You want to know why? Why? Because the hockey market I'm talking about is Toronto. You want to make thirty million dollars a year? <laughs> you want to make thirty million dollars? Endorsements, bro. Can you speak a little bit of English? Perfect. Get on the get on the air. You're going to be doing a commercial for Esso. You like Esso. you like Greek yogurt and seltzer water? Yeah. You're in. Wonder Bread. <laughs> This, but this game was so it was because I what I did was I like to do during these playoffs. I like to do a mock play by play. I like to turn down just a little bit, get to hear the game a little bit, and I call the game myself. So I got a better feel for this game last night. The Avs did not get a shot until the eighteen twenty six mark of the first period. One thirty four remaining in the first period, they finally get a shot on goal. It was a great chance too by Kadri Hudobe had to make a pretty good looking save. And you're just like, my goodness, Dallas is going to walk over this game. It's going to be over. After that point, after Kadri got a shot on goal, including that shot on goal, Alex, from that point forward through the next 21 minutes and 34 seconds, had to do the math in my head, the Avalanche outshot the Dallas Stars 22 to 9. They came out inspired in that second period. And I'm not saying that was because they got a shot on goal. I don't think this this team is so bad. Like, oh my gosh, we got a shot, guys. Let's go. Here we go. No, it's they just started to pick up their play. They got a little momentum. Maybe Dallas sat back a little too much. 
Nachushkin gets his first goal of the playoffs. A nice little goal as he got there. Then Kale McCarr, they get a five-on-three late in the second period. He scores a big goal. All of a sudden, it's a one-goal game going into the third period. Things are looking good. The ads are coming back. It's only a one-goal game. And Rupe Hintz, of all people, scores his second goal of the playoffs, a power play goal, to give him some room. And it's like, all right, well, it's only a two-goal game. Avalanche have all this power still. And just a little bit later, a little dumping. And a little dumping into the Colorado zone, Alex. A little dump and change. A little, not even a dump. No, it was a dump and change. They went off like, all right, guys, get the puck deep. Let's get some fresh legs That's what out I there. Said. Did I, did I, did I, did I, thought, I say it really I, bad? I thought you said chase. Accent? I thought you said chase. Oh, I thought. I, well, at least I meant to say dump and change. Dump. Oh, okay, Burba. Dump and change. <laughs> <laughs> Let's psychology really teacher. down here. High school psychology teacher. Why? What a team. When when puck position is so important, why would we want to throw it away? We, do we throw all of our life's problems away? No, no. We have that. to hold on to one. Making sure I'm getting this, actually. It's actually sure catching we sound. It. We have to make sure that we're, we, we hold on to what's really important in life. And when it comes to sports, that little puck, the little piece of rubber, whether it may be in Taiwan or Slovakia, wherever. Czech Republic. Czech Republic, maybe. It's important to winning the game. So why do we throw it away? Because sometimes we have to let life go and do its thing and then come back to us. We have to let people do stupid things like Kale McCarr. And just let it happen. You just have to let life live it for us. Let life as in Pavel Francois and Kale McCarr decide to play the old hokey pokey and who wants the puck and all of a sudden Dan Scariano's like, here we go, bing! Well, he sure was more surprised when you turned himself around, and that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> if we could ever get Ted Burba on this show. I am Ted Burba! <laughs> I'm Ted Burba. Shall, shall I talk jumping. about my alcoholic father and how my grandmother makes pizza Sicilian style? 12 hours. Needed five times. Grandpa always made homemade wine, always on the table. Let's go! We are Where's the screwdriver? I'm going to come up from behind you and hold it to your neck and tell you how this is a survival tactic. <laughs> Boy, I am Ted Burba. Puck gets dumped in innocently oh, yeah. in the car out of his own. Pablo Francois stops it. And Kale McCarr. Listen. Kale McCarr. That's another one you say. Listen. Kale McCarr. Fumble Ruski. Puts it back out in front. Francois is like, what's going on? Oh, my gosh! Bumbling, bumbling, stumbling. <laughs> and Dennis Gurionov, who's just, he's just coming in to, you know, do the forecheck of I'm here, guys. I'm forcing the play-ish type deal. Just kind of gliding into the car zone. All of a sudden, pucks out in front. He's like, oh, crap! Bang! Eighth goal of the playoffs. So the easiest goal he'll probably ever have. And Kale McCarr wearing them goat horns. Are they ram horns yet? No, just goat horns. Just, oh, man. Mountain goat horns. Mountain goat horns. Because that was a bad play. Yeah! That was good. Thank you very that much. That was good. That was good. That was very good. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. But it, it it just it took everything out of the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, yeah, Nachushkin got a, his second goal of the game. It was a weird shot that went off Ben. Made things interesting. But Nemesikov scores way too late in the game. 33 saves for Udobin. They get the win. That's how you pronounce that name? Nemesikov. No. Before that. Oh, Nachushkin. I did spell that right. Or so this okay, the okay. So in the notes I spelled it wrong the first time second. Nachushkin. Okay, nunchuck. Got it. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, it, it just changed the game. And I remember, because Pierre Maguire on the broadcast, because I still had the sound on, he said, this is like Steve Smith and Edmonton. Now, here's the difference. That was game seven of the 86. Camp, was it Campbell Conference final? It was the 86 series between Edmonton You're asking and Calgary. Game seven, early in the third period. This game obviously didn't end the series, but someone tweeted, it's just not like Steve Smith. It's clearly something completely different because it didn't cost the team the game. It didn't lose in the series. You want to know the reason why he brought that up is because the game was played in Edmonton. Duh. It was on the other end of the rink, though. Actually, no, you're right. No, that was the exact same end because I forget the TV angle at the old Ty, do you know who Pierre Maguire is? You're right. Well, He's the king of random facts and pulling stuff out of thin hair. Allow me to explain the difference between the two goals, okay? Hold on, Alex. At the Rexall place, I have to remember, you watch the video feed, it's down to your right. But back in the Rexall place, the TV was on the bench side. Tip, un, you know, very untypical from today's setups in the rinks. In Edmonton, in the Rogers place, it is down to the left, but it's to the right of the benches. At least on the video screen, it's to the left, to the right of the benches. The only difference was it was on the other side of the net. And some guy said, it's not the same thing at all because it didn't end the series, didn't lose them the game. Well, yes, it did lose them the game because they ended up losing by one goal. Has it lost in the series? No, but... Might as well. Dallas is going to win tonight. I, I've, I've never just felt so deflated. Like, people, everyone is... I don't think I was picking Colorado to win the cup yet because it's so early for me still. But there are a lot of people picking, hey, this Avs team looks really good. I just think Dallas's system... I don't know. I don't want to use the word overconfidence for Colorado, but they just, it was too easy against Arizona. It was too easy for them. And they have a better team in Dallas coming in. Rick Bonus has done a magnificent job since taking over in the middle of the season from Jim Montgomery. And Hugh Dobin is playing like a number one goaltender. I want to write a piece on it. I'm like, well, at what point do we see Hugh Dobin actually get a starting job? I know Carolina tried that a couple of years back, but no. I think he's ready to make that jump. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Someone's someone's going to pay him a lot of money to mess up. Let's put it that if it doesn't work out. I like the fact or, though, or what? it becomes a situation where he gets paid and you have a tandem. Well, you don't want to you don't want to spend I'm, too much money on two goaltenders. Dallas already had that with Letton and Niemi, remember? No. Remember how bad that was? $10 well, million dollars between two goaltenders who had a four goals against average and an 800 save percentage. Well, yes, because those two didn't work together as a tandem very well. They didn't work very well Well, they together. just weren't good. They weren't that good. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Yes, individually they were not good, so putting them together just was not good times two, and then they paid them a lot. Or is it not good squared? No, because they're not the same. Well, okay, you're right. They're not the same, they're not the same goaltender. If it was... Hugh, uh, excuse me, if it was uh, Latinin and Latinin, if it was two of the same, then yes, it'd be squared, but it's not, so it's... Oh, I was going to say, finally, the, the chat got a little crazy. Tyler Burke was trying to make the word hashtag listen a thing. Thank you, Tyler. And... Hey! Hey! Listen! Hey! Love is hot! <laughs> what is that from? Legend of Zelda. Oh, that's why. Hey! They're going full. I, you're tra- Listen, God, you were you were in the same voice. So you're doing your backyard football impression. No, I listen. Colorado's done, and I've never been so sure of a team just deflated. They're going to lose tonight. 
They may lose in overtime. It may be a 3-2 game. Franz Hose may make 30 saves. Who knows? Hey, you'd always have another great game. You know who's going to score the game winner? Alexander Corey Perry. Oh, dear gosh. Did you? So the play last night, I remember that had a lot of people mad, and Rick Bonus mad, was because of the fact that McKinnon bumped Perry, and Perry went down harder than Zdeno Char did tonight. Even though, yes, McKinnon did bump Perry's head. It wasn't as big of a head check as Perry made it look. Perry looked like he just got killed, came back later in the game. But, like, it, it's – well, I don't know if you saw it, Alex. Hold on. Let me, let me see if I can quick pull it up for you. Here. Uh, I think I did see it, but – Let me see if I can find it here. Videos. Here we go. This right here. This is the play I'm talking about, Alex. It's the one where McKinnon comes down, plays the puck, and Perry – yeah. Perry on the Canadian national diving team just flops hard. And I'm talking just – it looks like me in a beer league when I'm a little tired. I'm just like – I just start flopping everywhere. That, like – Yes, does he make yeah, but no, that he goes down very hard. And everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, you know what? That should and bonus like that should be a 5 in a game. He brained him. He tried to knock him out, tried to kill him." Listen. McKinnon's a strong kid. He could have done a lot worse to Corey Perry if he wanted to. But yeah, fair. You're right, Alex. Corey Perry's going to score because you want to know why? He's going to elbow Francois in the head. The rest Corey Perry buried Corey Perry is another he's a, a what's he's a platypus he's a platypus and he's gonna egg <laughs> he's gonna egg him on <laughs> hey yeah hey it's like it's like it's like bows and arrow but i'm shooting off fireworks somehow like i'm like i'm taking a bow and hey, arrow how about you be bow and arrow i'll just be westerner with his guns but here's the thing. I'm doing bow and arrow, but at the end of my arrow is a Roman candle, so it shoots off, and then it shoots off even more. A, a Roman, I, don't, I don't think that's how that works, Ty. Okay, you make it a small Roman candle, then. Just... I don't know why I'm shooting left-handed. I'm actually probably right-handed with bow and arrow. I've never shot a bow and arrow in my life, so I don't know if I'm left-handed or right-handed. I'm pretty sure I... This is right-handed, right? If I'm, if I'm drawing back with my right hand? I feel like I, this is what I do when I play the... This is when, I, when I do We Resort. Ty. I, Ty. I don't know what it is anymore. Why are you asking me what hand it is <laughs> when you shoot a bow? I don't know. Is it left-handed when you pull it back? I don't know. Roman can. Roman can. Just fire it off. Because I'm like, oh all of a sudden I turn into Hawkeye. Just Hawkeye or Orlando Bloom and Lord of the Rings, whatever. Or... Katniss Everdeen or uh, the chick from Brave. So you don't even remember. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just the fact that you were just. This is the part of the show. Instead of drinking, you grab a new fifth and, and you just, finish the last. Phew. I don't know why I make a big explosion sound effect for when you because chug a it's bottle. a shot. Ah, there you go. I'll give, give you that one there, sir. Just. That being said, the stars are going to make like a western and go off with the wind. Because uh, you, uh, you try to do wind. Yeah, say wind. No. You're trying to say wind or wind? Wind. Go off with the wind. It was supposed to sound like gone with the wind, but not. Quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Well, see what I did there? Cause that was obviously, funny. you should because. The team that you wanted to win is down three to one. Well, you know what? It's over. It's over. It's Game all- five tonight, nine forty-five Eastern Standard Time, seven forty-five Mountain Time. So that's it's about done. A little over ninety minutes from now. Just a little bit over. I believe. Yeah, I mean, 
it'll be interesting. I don't, listen. I like I said, I'm not going to be Thursday show is not going to be a conference final preview show. No, that's we'll save that for Monday. I should try. I should try to reach out. I want to know actually how With some lo- other news, not nudes, news. New, okay, you you left out the the D. That's right, folks. We're doing the show Porky Pig style. In college, they didn't call me. <laughs> I'm not going to say that joke on the air. Sorry. I don't know. I really I really can't. So if Steven, St- World Hockey Report, if so if Steven Stam, oh, Ryan McDonough with a big hit on Andre Case. Look at, or Kase, or Kites. Oh, that, oh, that's. I thought it was Kase. Kase, sorry, Kase. Is it Kasha? I think it's, I think it's Kasha. Kasha. Pierre, where's Pierre? Should I get Pierre on the phone? If I have yeah, it's Kasha. Andre Kasha. Yeah. Boom. Kind of gets him Canceled. a little bit of the arm there. Let's see. Steven Stamkos is Tyler, Tampa's fifth most Do you not have anything support. else to talk about? Because if so, I've got a thing. Well, I just want to know what the score. Oh, let me give you guys the score here. Zero, zero. Is it still zero, zero? Well, the second period started. I may have missed something. Oh, you're talking. I thought you were talking about the other game. I was about to say, Colorado hasn't started, Ty. It is zero, zero as of right now. They haven't lost yet. Told you. They have about three hours to do so. I I don't I think I, I think I'm good. Oh, Kucherov is back on the bench. So that's good. Kucherov's back out there. Well, yeah, he just took a high stick. That's all it really was. I know he wasn't on the power play. I do know that. The, the fact that charge just wow. The athletic who wrote this one? Fluto Shin, Shinzawa wrote for the athletic saying, "Could Game Five be the end of Zdeno Chara?" Still zero zero. A little over three minutes into period number two between Tampa and Boston. Shots on goal right now eight eight between the two teams. Thank you, Tyler. I'm, anyways, listen, I'm not going to start doing play-by-play. I could do that. Do we have anything in the chat before I go into a possible final segment? Let's see. I need to count how many times you say listen in a, each show. That's what Tyler said, and Dad says you should, which means yeah. Four, listen, listen, guys. It would be a high number. That is for sure. Listen, listen. Hashtag listen. <laughs> Hashtag. There we go. T-shirt idea. See. No. Well, we we've been thinking about it, but we've we're been, not. We've been, like. Think about it. Like, should over- we should we get a T-shirt line? Should we get swag? Are we popular enough? Well, no, no, no. Like we've talked about it. Like since the beginning of the show, we should have a T-shirt. Like, I mean, for me, back in 2018, when it was literally off Alex's phone, when it was Alex's phone right here, we had two twenty-dollar mics and a dream. <laughs> A very nightmarish dream. They were twenty dollars mics, Ty. Those were like twelve bucks each. <laughs> well, tax included. I mean, we got it through Amazon, but it was yeah. Which reminds me, I'm gonna take one of the mics home with me tonight. What you need? A mic. Oh, Tampa scored. We got a goal. Dang it! Breaking news. Breaking news. Tampa scored. Sucks. Halak. He's more like Haslock. Am I right? No. And- Andre Pulat. Andre Pulat scored. Who called it? Me. DJK, me, called it. <laughs> Woo! For a second there, I thought you were about to say DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ, <laughs> Ka- DJ Khaled. Hey, hey, it's Andre Palat's fourth goal of the play, or fifth goal of the series, Alex. Another one. Le- Let's go. Woo! Oh I'm fired God. up now. I'm going to run through this wall. That's a window, but I'm going to run through it as well. You're going to th- run through the window? You might as through well the window. Through the window. Through the wall. The sweat dropped out. Oh, I mean, it is dropping pretty quick, but is it officially Plot's goal? Yep, fifth of the postseason. Let's go. Woo! Tampa's going to win it. Not going to win when I do that. I'm, I'm psyched. Uh, I'm jacked now, man. Would you say you're jacked, Edwards? Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare do that to me. I think, we're, oh, I think we're pretty good, Alex. I know we're ending the show a little early. 
No talking minors with the Rando tonight here on 12 Hour Sports. He's got something big working up, though. Got to pay attention. Got to follow him on the Twitters. Make sure you follow him on Minor League Rando. Doesn't spell exactly like it says, but excuse me. Oh, Boston Bruins with a great, great update on their Twitter. Tampa takes a 1-0 lead at 421 of the second. Who scored, you dummy? They were one second off. Damn. What? At what time was the goal scored? 421? Yeah, they were a second off. Of the second period. Oh, yes, yes. There you go. 420. 420. You can say it. It's legal here in the state of Michigan. I was was waiting for you. I can't just say it out loud. If I want you to get it. Pot! (laughs) Yes. Marijuana. Marriage iguanas. The bolts are going to fizzle. Whoa! Whoa, QuillQuest. Wow. You know what? Turn that, Alex. They said the bolts are going to fizzle. We're not going to feature that logo if they're going to be negative like that. We're only optimistic on this show. Second string leather company. Crafted from the crease. Salt's up there. My bookie's Bruin. down here, too. Bay. Belligerent. Bet on the bolts. For nine. My bookie.ag. Special bank. Bah. Bar down skis. Bar. No, no, not. Well, no, we can go bar down. Bar down. Sorry, I was thinking of, I was thinking of another search with a B. I was thinking of that bar bar blank or whatever it is the heck they call it. Bar blank? What? No, I, I was I was talking about like bar 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 stool. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, bar stool. Yeah, yeah, those, those oh. that joke. But but anyways, the yes. Bolts are beating the Bruins. They're beating them badly. We should probably say goodbye, Alex. <laughs> Poor Tyler. I'm the benign, belligerent, badass. Alex Keel. See you. Bye, everybody. Hashtag TKS, hashtag everything. No, you not just dab. You did not just dab on my show. Get out of here. Be what? Go away. Leave. Get out of here. Be gone. Be gone. Be gone. Go away. Leave us. Bye, everybody. <laughs>